You're listening to the Opie and Anthony channel on Sirius XM. The Ron and Fez show starts. Come on. Now! Show on a Friday. That's Chris Stanley's high day. So, so high. We got a. I'm, <laughs> I'm working on a story. Uh, it's a screenplay, but I'm not writing the whole thing out. You know, just, but. Um, a treatment? Yeah, it's a treatment right now. Grace, it's a treatment! <laughs> but uh, the plan is. It's about you, Chris. It's okay. called Thank God It's High Day. And wow. I think awesome. it could really, seriously, I'm not even kidding this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This one could be fucking great. <laughs> I'm down for this shit. Now, are the two cases of Lone Brown included yeah. this time? 
I consider it a a white version of Fridays. Uh, this is what I was fucking made for. But that's also what I call There Will Be Blood. It's right. just a white version of Fridays. Was he even any high in There Will that Be end, Blood? he was pretty fucking high. <laughs> I drink your milkshake. Hey, that was just, I drink it up. That was just dementia. I don't think he was on any drugs. Oh, he was fucking whacked. No, he was drunk. That guy could put away the liquor. Just passes out on his fucking... Unlike black people, that gentleman could put away the liquor. I agree. Black people are not strong drinkers. No, not at all. I've never met a black dude that fucking put meat on her. I've never uh, seen black guys drink anything other than than wine, fruity wines, (laughs) and then boat drinks. There's a lot of fucking boat drinks in the world of African-American men, and they get fucking drunk like that. Uh, Vito tells me that Hennessy's are the are the a big drink. Sipping, they yeah. sip. Mm-hmm. They do not drink like white people drink. I don't. Know, I'm going to do a study on this. Uh, but uh, if you drink with a black dude, he's always ready to fucking like. And you start. You, a, they never do shots. <laughs> and then B, I got to get out of here. They're always. They got to go somewhere. They don't have the white people thing of sitting at a bar and staying there for ungodly amounts of time. Well, let's pitch a tent. We're going to fucking make an evening of this. That's why you will see the club business, the nightclub business, is always black dudes because they can dance, they can, you know, run around, they're they're talking to women, they're doing this and that. They're doing everything but power drinking. <laughs> they don't sit and power drink. That's smart, for at least on the business side. I mean, would you want to walk around... Even these street guys, they got one beer in a fucking lunch bag. That's not gonna. That, that's not gonna satisfy a white person. It's gonna get warm. But you time need a fucking sixer to start drinking. No one wants a beer. Uh, I was shocked by this thing up on the iBang about it was the state by state most popular beers. Yeah, I had no idea. You know, I'm out of the drinking world. I have no idea that Yingling was doing so well. Yeah. They could be the most popular. The Sam Adams in New England did not surprise me because that's um, that's, that's been the, really great marketing. And when that's you, their country. Even when people go to New England, like, I'm going to get a Sam Adams. Like, you can get one in your town. It's more appropriate yeah. here. I'm going to get a Sam Adams with my chowder, you know? <laughs> really busting this day up. I'm from the South. I don't remember Yangling being that popular. It's a, uh, well, you're, you're talking about Florida right now. That's a PA beer. It used to be only a PA beer. And now it's the number one beer in, in, in PA, uh, in Florida. I imagine that's because Florida's not real people. They're transplants. You know what I mean? Um, Bud Light, destroying Bud. Is uh, surprising to me. Uh, the Blue Moon craze is well, all over. Still going on. Blue Moon just got, they just marketed the hell out. Coors is just marketed the hell out of it, making people think that it's like you know some microbrew beer. That but it's everywhere. People uh, love it. Yeah, there. Um, and then only one state has Corona, and that is California. And I gotta imagine that's Mexican people still. I get. Yeah. yeah. I don't want any fruit in my fucking beer. <laughs> Sorry. Let's lock in here. Keep the fruit out of the fucking... Well, that's the fucking weird thing. It was Blue Moon. People were constantly putting oranges in it. But that thing's been marketed so in the last 10 years that it's just blown up. I remember when I go to like beer and bar shows, and they were just starting up. 
Well, it's fast cores in Colorado, according to this map. What? Oh, uh, yeah, it has cores. Is the, just like Bud. Bud is not bigger than Bud Light. Nope. Who wants a fucking Bud Light? Everyone. Everyone fucking drinks Bud Light. I don't. I'll give you those Bud Heavies, as they call it. Which That's I, nice. I, 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 I really no. like that. Someone from Long Island said that once. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Bud Heavy? It's just Budweiser. Uh, there's already, if we want to play again, someone has sent in a very fucking funny picture that we might want to run with. But we got yesterday's, which was Fez Watley's picture uh, as part of the... Uh, caption contest uh, was put up there, and that was Fez Watley <laughs> in a movie. Part of a posse. Part, yeah, running with a fucking posse. Which which of the movie? Was it Tombstone? Tombstone, yeah. I can never remember which is Tombstone and which is Wyatt Earp, but it's up on the iBang. A lot of people jumped into this, uh, and it was caption contest. Hell yeah. And it's just all part of the million days of Christmas. Scary Christmas. Games! Prizes! Holiday cheer! You'll never stop winning on the Ron and Fed Show's Million Days of Christmas. They're already putting up our winter lights outside on our trees. Fez and I had a debate. He called it Christmas lights. And I said, no, this is really about the winter lights because our area gets very dark here about 4 o'clock because we have giant buildings all around us. It becomes a rape zone at like 9. Um, Chris, this was basically that picture, and it was Fez stuck in a movie. Here are some of the ones that came up. Uh, Cigars and Scotch just simply wrote, Come Smoke, <laughs> which <laughs> may right. be tough to beat. Uh, William F. Baldwin is a, in the finals with a fistful of old dinners. <laughs> Jerk store had no cunt for this old man. A little, little blunt. Um, Scott said the outlaw Fezzy pole smoker. Uh, Jazz says Annie get your cum. I, the, uh, I know said the town judge said we needed a plutonic gay man in our posse. Uh, still trying, irregardless, had Sheriff Shit Dick coming to save the day. Soon to be no demoted to Deputy Dick Sucker. <laughs> I, it's a little be, long. It's long, and we're all, these things are kind of redundant. Um, DRD had There Will Become. Sponge Steve said Cock Holiday. I mean, after a while, <laughs> I get the joke. Dicks. Um... Shrekalov, who's stopping by here later, had only in Tombstone. A uh, nice little callback. Spider Pork uh, has you guys ever hear of beard porn? <laughs> um, still trying here, regardless. Came up with Billy the Kid Fucker. Pedophilia. We know what it is. Uh, Ace uh, Baraka has the man who shot come on Liberty Valance. <laughs> Wade Garrett have cock will straddle. Uh, BMQ has you tell him I'm coming, and dead air coming with me. You hear? Dead air's coming with me. That was really just ripped out of the script. Um, Shaggy had once upon a queer in a vest. Uh, OG Godfather 
um, have, I want your blood, I want your cocks, and I want them both right now. Um, after a while, yeah. I think we get where we're going with this bit. Hypocrite Bob says, the only unused gun in the Wild West Village. And uh, Joe 3 has, I told you, Ron, they're only headaches. Wow. I mean, they were just rolling through. Just so many. That thing blew up. It blew up, but basically the same joke being repeated. Ad men- nauseum. A lot of mentions of semen. This bodily fluids yes, play like the big role. Yeah, people don't come. Yeah, but it's funnier when a gay guy does it. If so we're going to be totally honest about it. Because they're just playing with it, you know? They're just having a great time. That, I think you went too far with that. I apologize. It to sound bullying. Oh, never. Uh, Chris, there you have it. I don't know whether you have a favorite, but as usual, you will be the judge of this contest. There's a lot of great ones, yeah. and there's a lot of ones I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But the one that stands out for me that doesn't mention semen at all is Mr. William F. Baldwin with A Fistful of Owned Dinners. Jeez, I wouldn't have picked that one at all. And he's the big winner for A Million Days of Christmas. And he gets 310 Yuma, signed by Miss Gretchen Mall. It's all come together. It's a Western theme. You think they didn't have Christmas in the Old West? Sure they did. Now, Gretchen Mall, what did she do? Watch that movie? No, she was a build, build actor Where? in that film. She was big. And also, Jesus. Um, um, Pat from Monaki just sent this in, Guy Noon. Um, but it's his big birthday tomorrow. Oh, wow. And the anniversary of the block that won the state championship. Goddamn, those are good days. Yeah. Those were the best days ever. Uh, Rob, NPA, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, how are you today? Yeah. Uh, I want to tell you, Yingling up here in Pennsylvania, it's popular for two reasons. One, because all the old-timers have moved down to Florida. Right. Uh, and we're drinking all those years. But number two is that Yingling also opened up a brewery in Tampa. How does Fez not know this? That's his town. It, 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 the interesting thing about that, when I was down there a couple of years ago, I wanted to make sure we got a, uh, a lip off of it that said Tampa so we can tell all the people up here in Pottsville, say, hey, it's, it's not just the Pottsville Brewery, but uh, it, they still just put the Pottsville Brewery uh, address on it. So it's down in Tampa, and you can go visit it. But so that's probably uh, the other reason why Tampa or why why Yingling's just getting so huge. Yeah, and it was for years just a little Pottsville brewery. I mean, it wasn't the number one beer in Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's that's fucking nuts. But now it's just kicking ass. Uh, Sarah and Phil, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. To add on to that, which is the same <laughs> fact I was calling about, was that's the the other beer they sell in Disney and um, on top of Budweiser. So you just take those numbers, and Yingling is everywhere. Every hotel, every bar, Epcot, everywhere. All right, good stuff. Now we're finding out. This Yingling is coming out of nowhere. Disney's just pushing it hard. Well, Disney loves their brewskis, and you can't be in there unless you're, unless you're fucking drunk. I, there's no way I would walk into Disney without having a buzz on already. You got to be gacked. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Yeah, or a little, little of the don. You know what I mean? <laughs> Take a nice, easy day for yourself. Getting some of the slow rides? Slow ride, take it easy. I mean, who doesn't know that? Who doesn't know that? Um, 
Unfiltered Excellence is up on the iBank today. 12 Years a Slave. Of course, all the baseball. The Becoming Mr. October Doc, which, if there's anything that's ever been beat to death, it's Reggie Jackson's story. I need another take on it. I need to see it from a different angle. I feel like I'm Reggie Jackson. <laughs> he hit three home runs. Is that right? Three, dude. He ought to bring it up to someone. I had no idea. So you're saying Reggie Jackson hit three home runs in a game in October. Yeah. Why has this never come up before? Well, see, there's a name that's been given to him. It's Mr. October. Mm. He embodies the Major League Baseball playoffs. Um, the uh, Danielle book, uh, which we had on him yesterday, Tenacious uh, D-Fest in L.A., and Chicago I- Ideas Week, which I have no idea what that is. Anybody on this one? It's a, it's a week-long thing where it's just people in different fields talking about big ideas, changing the country, and they have this thing called Witness, I Changed History. And it's different guest speakers who were there for big events throughout history. Buzz Aldrin, of Adam, course. Adam, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Adam, we got going you. on, buddy? Yeah. Hey, why don't you grab Davey Mac and you two head down to the start of the Fall Fest store? I, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I know they're fucking wrong. They're coming to New York for New Year's. I'm going to try to have some of those shows. But yeah, I, I can't go on fish tour. You got to get on the fucking fish tour. I, that, I would get fired. I wouldn't be here. I just fucking get lost in the sea. Why don't we somehow weirdos. sell to the company that this would be good for us to do? <laughs> I'll do the phoner. You, you can get on that fucking thick Zito tour. Have you noticed that since he's been on the road, he's really fucking thickened up? Oh yeah. I've, I'm like I start. I start to like stare at him. Wait a minute. What's changed about you? Yeah. <laughs> he's gotten big. I think it's fucking creatine. Uh, he's not working out. He's just what do you crazy. think the uh, the big football game this weekend? It's got to be uh, Peyton and in, in Indianapolis, right? It's Sunday night. That's the game. That's what everyone's fucking talking about. They, and everyone's losing their mind over what's going to happen. This fucking cocksucker Ursay has me now rooting for fucking Peyton Manning, something I never did in my life. You have to root for Peyton you gotta Manning root in this for shit. Him. I, you have to fucking root for Von Miller to just rip the head off of fucking Andrew Luck. Well, I don't hold it against Andrew Luck, but <laughs> the fucking owner is a dick. To run down Peyton Manning after what Peyton Manning's done for that franchise? He goes in the USA Today and shits all over him. He, the fucking, How much money has Peyton Manning made Jim say? Who fucking had unlimited money before that even fucking happened? Yeah, I don't know if money means anything to him anymore. But forget <laughs> money. What about the respect? Because that's what you're in pro football for, for some kind of bragging rights. It's obviously that man respects nothing and no one. He, you can't, I don't think, because of the way he was brought up. You know, He was brought up with money and by a fucking slob. He was now, raised by a fucking rich slob. Who shit all over the city of Baltimore. And now he's shitting all over the guy who built fucking the franchise. He I doesn't care. Can only hope something terrible happens to him, which you probably won't. I don't know if I want to go that far. <laughs> I just point out he's so bad. That he's disrespectful. But you know, I'm not you know, hoping that he gets in a fucking dirt bike accident. <laughs> I think he went too far for it. Don't like Jim Mercer. Tony Dungy should pull a knife on him. Tony Dungy's Mr. Class. Yes, that's why he should have a fucking franchise. Well, you don't get a franchise by being classy. We would have gave one to the fucking Princess Diana. <laughs> I mean, she brought elegance, you know. She brought that elegance. But she's even she's a people's princess. She doesn't know the game, though. She's going to run the thing into the ground unless she puts good people around her. The best thing you could have is an owner who doesn't know the game and lets the people who do, do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
there's a fucking reason that you don't have the you know biggest stockholders in this company sitting down going over sh fucking show prep with O and A. You fucking hire people and you let them do their job. Stay out of it. And I'm looking at you, Dallas. <laughs> Stop having meetings going over who you should be drafting. Just fucking hire someone and let them do it. Um, Rick in Virginia, you're on the Renafest show. Hey, good morning there, gentlemen. Hey. Um, right now, I'm hauling 784 beer kegs, bar kegs, up to New Jersey from Jacksonville. I haul a lot of beer all over the country. And that Yingling Brewery that opened in Tampa, it's been open for about almost seven years now. Fezzy, how do you miss out on these oh. things? You know, here's the other thing about Fez. The girls are coming by today. So he has an audience, and he's wearing a big gay shirt. Yeah, he's decked out. He's all decked out. He's going to be doing his gay act. Is it like Red Leopard? I don't even... They listen every day. Why don't you just do it for him every day? Well, this is the start of it. Oh, boy. Well, it's good to see a colorful shirt. I know. That's what his thing is, color. <laughs> Flashing color. Adds a little bit of pizzazz, you know? I guess it does. I mean, he looks like he's going to be on a fucking trapeze somewhere. <laughs> I don't know if it's so much as gay, but... <laughs> trying to fucking bite a trapeze and then hold on to it while they twist them around. That, to me, is the worst thing they do in any of those circuses. I don't care if someone bites it. You gotta fly for me to to care. You gotta go from one trapeze to the other. I it's I, I like it the other way also. I mean it's it's fucking it's fun. Good. Well I'm not going with you then if if you show up to the mouth biting one. Oh come on. No. You fucking this is a line in the sand. Just for And while. I shall not cross it. And you stay off the flying side. <laughs> I hope you never get to see another guy fly. Well this just sucks. I like to have everything, you know? Yeah, I know you do. You can fucking tell by your goddamn problems, your addiction problems. Um, we're just finding this out, and this is uh, always unexpected. But the Simple Minds are on tour. Uh, nice. Very, very big band. At one time, it was like the Simple Minds and U2 were the two biggest bands in the country. And then, and then in that post-punk thing, yeah. they both felt somewhat guilty about their success. You, uh, This is another thing you will never find people today guilty like, hey, are we selling out? Oh, that doesn't happen to people. That's the only way to, I guess, have a make a career. Your first fucking album, you're trying to sell keychains to people. <laughs> we'll stop and we'll be sitting in the back and we'll sign the keychains for you, too. Can we get at this the in, merch table? Can we get this into the commercials? The whole let's go sit at our own merch table <laughs> is so fucking weirdly different for me. <laughs> it's a different world. Uh, well, Jim Kerr from the Simple Minds is going to uh, uh, be here for an interview. Uh, tonight, the 930 Club in Washington, D.C., one of America's great... Uh, Still alternative places to see music. Uh, the Wilbur Theater in Boston on the 20th. Roseland in New York, New York, uh, 2024. Uh, and that's it. They're going to do those three dates. So your chance to get out and see uh, a legendary band. Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. Mike, we got hey, you. Ron. Yeah. Hey, Rod, I was at that show last night. Great show, Red Bank. Great light show. Did all the hits. Played over two and a half hours. It was a lot of fun. Really good show. Anybody who's 
going to be going, thinking about going, definitely go. Great time. Uh, well, Jim Carr, of course, um, really fucking uh, talented guy. But to me, he's one of my two favorite rock stars who married Chrissy Hine. Oh, nice. Along with Mr. Ray Davies. Oh, Chris Stanley coming in. Bringing it a little bit? Yeah. You just want a cold Budweiser. Oh, this is great. Bud heavy. I'd take it if it was warm. Cold just fucking icing on the cake. You just want a nice Bud heavy for yourself. Mm, love a Bud heavy. Bud light doesn't, not, doesn't do it for me. Doesn't? Not your scene, huh? No. I mean, what do I drink? Fucking 40 of them? And then I'm just going to be pissing myself all night long? Screw that. I want to get a buzz. Well, um, you know, this was also a band... That when they did that, um, they did that song uh, for the movie, right? Uh, Don't you forget about me? Yeah, Breakfast Club. It became this fucking gigantic hit, and they're like, "It was just a song for a movie. We really don't. We're not crazy about doing this. It's, you know, just a song we got hired to do in this movie." But then they did it at fucking Live Aid in oh, Philly. Jesus. And it was like the big song of the day, probably, on the Philly side. You just see people going crazy. And if you go back and watch that, they're kind of looking at each other. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> really? We're really uh, doing okay with this tune here. Because <laughs> people just went shit for it. They These, just loved it. They couldn't get enough, huh? Yeah, so, but that was that weird time where people really didn't want to sell out. They really wanted to... You know, be authentic. Or, yeah, be authentic. It's all past now. Um, so we got Jim Kerr uh, stopping uh, by here in just any minute, Chris. Yeah, same. Yeah, great. Very soon. Great. Also, the girls are going to be here for the Narcozito uh, benefit that is going on uh, down in. Um, I don't know what club are they doing at. The bitter end. Thank you. And the bitter end uh, tomorrow. But they'll be here to talk about all that. And I think even Narcozito was flying in for it. Wow. Uh, if I got, he didn't, he left his real name. Yeah. But I'm going to forward it to you. But I think he wants to stop by today, too. But uh, I don't want anybody else to catch cancer. Uh, yeah. I mean, airborne. Yeah. I mean, then we're all fresh out of hazmats. I didn't even know we had any. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'd be you know cool to see him swing by. All right, um, Jim Kerr, Simple Minds, out on tour, nine thirty club, in Washington D.C. Uh, in Boston, go to the Wilbur Theater, Roseland in New York. This is really one of the really big fun uh, live bands to see. They've been out there for a long time. They came over in that kind of late seventies post punk. They didn't fall into the new wave thing. Who you know? Who knows where to put any band? Yeah, you know. But uh, you know, I never know what category uh, to uh, put it into. But um, here's uh, Austin in uh, Long Island. You're on the Ronnie Fez show. Ronnie Fez and Chris, how are you, hey, buddy? Hi. Got the ladies coming in today. I'm very excited for you. Hmm. I was uh, just reading on uh, Wikipedia that Simple Mind song. They wrote it and rearranged it apparently in three hours. And they didn't even know the hit that it was going to become. No, they didn't. They no, know what they have in the hit. a song that Billy Idol turned down. That Whoa. Billy Idol could have had that hit, and he was like, "No thanks." Uh, so they, you know, I guess they offered some bread to Simple Minds. They did it fast, and it 
became massive. Yeah, it's, it's massive, gigantic. Uh, of course, they had hits of their own uh, writing as well. Um, are we ready for this? We're ready. All right. From Simple Minds, and they're out on tour, 930 Club in Washington, uh, Boston at the Wilbur Theater, and in New York City at the Roseland Ballroom. Uh, and then that's the end of it. Go to simpleminds.com for more information. Sir Jim Kerr. Love burns down. What you gonna do when the flames go up? Who's gonna come and take 
That is Simple Minds, and they're currently out on tour. And Jim Kerr is sitting in with us here today. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good, Ron. How are you? It's uh, it's good to see you guys back in the States. Delighted to be here. Yeah. How long since the last time? You too came? long. Yeah. Too, way too long, actually. Best part of a decade. Ooh. Is that right? Yeah, I'm ashamed to say that, but between one thing and the other, that's just the way it's panned out. Things get uh, all caught up. There's things get things caught go. up. Economies go up. Economies <laughs> come down. You're in fashion. You're out of fashion. No yeah. one cares. And then suddenly somebody asks you to play, and it all makes sense. Yeah. But thanks to um, well, people like yourselves mm. and people online that is you know still been playing the music and listening, we're back here. This is only really a handful of dates dipping our toe in the water again, but. Um, They've sold great, and we, we had our first gig the other night in LA, and it wasn't quite Beatlemania, but it wasn't far off it. It's fun to get back out on, on stage, though, right? Well, the truth is that outside of North America, yeah. we've, we've been playing plenty mm -hmm. of the last uh, decade, which made it even weirder, you know. Uh, but, the, listen, the good news is that I... You might say, well, he would say that, but for people coming to the gigs, the benefit of all that playing... Mm. It's the band's a lot better band than it was uh, last time through. So, so hopefully that'll be obvious. It's the, it, the music means as much as you guys today as it did when you started out. It's what we've done with our lives. You yeah. know, we we the band really came out of school. We we went to school together. The certain nucleus of the band, and and if you'd said to us when we're fifteen, sixteen, you know, what do you want out of this? We had no concept of fame or wealth or right. any of this, this stuff we would have said we want to meet some girls and and um but we want to be a great live band and we want to take it around the world and and do it as often as possible and all of that still well the, the, the latter part is still <laughs> the thing yeah play yeah. live B um and you got into music at what age? I mean, when you said to yourself, here's yeah. rock and roll. Well, I knew, it's funny, you know, I was thinking about that the other day, about, the, you know, the, the the music in my house growing up in Glasgow. Glasgow, most people don't know, is in Scotland, but Glasgow's like an Irish city in Scotland mm. because a lot of the Irish people come over to work in the industry and stuff. Glasgow, particularly among the other Scottish cities, is like an Irish city. So the music in our house was... Irish, country, Western folk, and the Beatles and the Stones. Yeah. And now you throw in a bit of Patsy Cline and Johnny Cash. And then I remember the first time my dad got a car and he took us out and it, it was all a vibe, you know, because it was a big deal to have a car and a radio. And I remember hearing the doors coming on and, and I knew that all music wasn't the same. Yeah. There was something about the sound as well and the strange lyrics and the melody. It was Riders and Storm. And and so that I must have been nine, ten when I started to notice that it wasn't just the Beatles and you know there was all this other stuff about to open up. It's an amazing discovery, right? As you're growing up, uh, and then once you get into that, you find out for the rest of your life the music just doesn't end. You know, you just it wraps all around the world. There's no culture yeah. that doesn't have this interest in music, yeah. and then you just to see the way that it all starts to tie together. You know. Well, I mean, you were thinking that you know, my son's 21. He's out with me just now. He's helping out and stuff, and he'd happen to, to say it's something we've heard a lot. But he man, imagine a world without music, or, yeah. or you know, it it's impossible. And here again, you know, sitting here on radio, 
Yeah. You know, what a thing that was as well, that you could tune in to... to um, I mean, in the UK, sadly, frustratingly, we didn't have the great radio heritage that you have in America. Mm. I was married to Chrissy Hind yeah. for years, and we're still great friends. I remember she had such a broad knowledge of music, and I would say, you know, she would know country, she would know R&B, she would know rock, she'd know pop, she would know all these bar bands, she, she would know everything. I said, sure. how, how do you know that? And she said, well, she said, well, in Cleveland, she said, I was in the center of it and just gone through the radio channels, I could tune into all this stuff. And um, so what a great combination, radio and music. Well, Chrissy was, did, didn't she write even before she started She did, that, that yeah. was the first time. I, yeah. I, she was one of the first punk writers. Yeah. She and a guy called, well, the, the, the famous newspaper, still is, but then it really was the Bible, the New Musical Express, yeah. was the first that started to herald punk. Yeah. You know, MC5 and, and um, New York Dolls and, and the, the American punk, and, and particularly the New York punk. And Chrissy came over, she was a huge Stooges fan, she was the first yeah. one to talk about Iggy and the Stooges. Um, and she was, I mean, she was a Hellcat, but she, everyone used to look forward to reading her because she would up until then people would take the record company line but she would say things like yeah I interviewed these guys Thin Lizzy they're turkeys you know and, <laughs> yeah. and they'd like wow you know you can't say that yeah and she would and and the great thing was that then you know she would be drunk at record record launches and stuff and she made a real name for herself but she was a good writer she, yeah, was, she a really was a great good, writer she was a great writer and then word came out through oh she's she's putting a band together this will be a laugh yeah. well it wasn't a laugh when you heard it well i was just uh, who do we have on the other day um from Sire Records that signed her. Seymour Stein. Oh, Seymour Stein was in here. Wow. And he signed the Pretenders. And I said, I don't know if there's ever been a better first album by anybody. Yeah. That first album was Fully just... Fully fledged. Yeah, just really like like someone's fourth album. You're, you know? you're right. I mean, it was just all there, wasn't it? It, mm -hmm. it? it had the edge, it had the punk thing, but it had... I mean, she could sing like Karen Carpenter yeah, if she wanted to. Yeah, it was melodic. It, it, it was went, all the, the look, yeah. the fringe, yeah. iconic, the artwork, Those, the guys could play. Yeah. You, you might be right. Cars, it, the Cars debut album was Cars debut album wasn't is, far. Yeah, that was an amazing f uh, yeah. first album as well. And of course, you brought up the Doors' first album. It would be a fun thing just to, to the sit classic down. Of yeah. Patty Smith horses, although it didn't have a hit on it. Yeah, it was like you'd, if she hadn't done anything else, it changed everything too. Was. You know, but but again, all these things went together. But it's amazing. Like if you go back to the Stones or even the Beatles' first stuff, I'm not sure I would have bet on those guys. You know, yeah, there's certain people that didn't come out. As fast as yeah, I, I mean, I, I think traditionally, I mean, I was talking to someone today. I mean, in our case, it was you wouldn't know because you know they pull the plugs after one record, right? But, but then it was not, you know, you you were going to develop, yes, uh, you know, and you had to. Well, they say woodshed, but you know, you get two or three records, and the, the company you'd go and tour, and you would build it up, and lo and behold, maybe your third or fourth, you right. would, you would come through, uh, um, and like in any other walk of life, you would say you got to learn your trade before, but you get these mm -hmm. ones that arrive fully formed and Chrissy was one of them. Uh, maybe because she loved it so much from a very early age too. You know? I think, you know, I think she was, she was 
she was lucky in the sense that that she had all that access to all that radio. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, she's proud of her Cleveland roots. Yeah, but she was much more an Anglophile. She she said she was just wanted to go to England. She listened to the Kinks, to the Beatles, to the Stones, to uh, whoever, mm. and and she knew every note. I mean, she'd been played. She, she her parents got her a, a little u- a ukulele when she was a kid, and and I I think she couldn't relate. To, to the culture on our doorstep, mm. so they, these kids go. You know, they become almost artistic with their interests. They get so into it that they're, you know, they arrive. They 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 become genius pretty early. And you playing with people from your own neighborhood, your own background. You guys grew up together. How strange is that to still be? On this path after so many years. I mean, most grown men would fall out with those guys or see them every couple of years. Yeah, I mean, it is amazing. Mm. I mean, because, you know, when you're 18 and you all share the same politics and no one's got any more money than anyone else and no one's, you know, no one's a bigger name than anyone else. It's easy to share the same politics, the same dreams, the same vision. It's a little far-fetched to think that even five years later, never mind 10, never mind 30 years that you could still share that. But, for instance, in the case of our band, my songwriting partner, Charlie Burchill, we have known each other since we were eight. And and the amazing thing is that we are the best friends. We're, we're, we're best best friends. But we kind of know how to give each other space as well. Yeah. And we know how, you know, sometimes he's the boss. He's the one on forum. He's the one with the energy. He's the one pushing in. Maybe other teams. It's more me. You, you develop. But, but I guess the thing is, you know, I would meet people in bands, or, or even some of the guys we work with. That after ten years, after they made a few pounds, they decided you know, they wanted to buy a castle or a fish farm or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. We would think, how can you not want to do this? But I realized, you know. Some people are sprinters or, or, you know, are marathon men, and and that's the way it is. And once you get a comfortable house, it's hard to leave. You know what I mean? Once you're like, I've got this place perfect, then it's tough to go back out there. Well, that's what you're really going to say. What am I in this for? Am yeah. I in it to have a comfortable house? Who doesn't want to want a comfortable house? Or, or you know, no, come on. I, I got in this to play music and to live. When we started out, there was... The only old guys doing it then was the old blues guys. Right. Uh, and they were just ageless and timeless. And you would never think a saint of them, you know, well, they didn't have comfortable houses, no. most of them. They'd been ripped off so much. But you would never think a saint of them, why are you still doing this? Or are you doing this for money? It was written on their faces. They did it because that's who they were. That's yeah. who they are. Well, at some point, I guess, we realized this is who we are and this is what we do. We do it through. Feast and famine. Mm. We do it in fashion. We do it out of fashion. We do it when ideas are abundant. We do it when ideas are like getting blood out of stone. We do it, you know, young kids will say, I mean, it, there was an interview, we were playing in South Africa in a few weeks, and it was an, an email interview, and the first question was, you know, you guys have been around the block a few times, yep. Why do you still tour? You know, and, and it's it's a relevant question, but I, I don't even see it as touring. You just play. You're in a band, play. 
Yeah. You, know, you can't play in your house. Get out and play. And if it takes you from one continent to the other, then great. But that's what it is. You know, you're in a band. Play. Get up and play. Yeah, there's a lot of guys who work day jobs and on the weekends go out and play because they love it. Fantastic. Wh and, and they're great. And if they find out, oh, I've got a gig a couple hours away, that's fun. Great. Let's all get together. Yeah. But that is what it's about. You know, and I remember, you know, the, when they first started to say about the Stones, Oh, aren't they too old for this or whatever? But I did see B.B. King when he was older, and I did Jim see John, yeah, uh, John Lee Hooker and all those guys. And I, I was just so grateful to ever have gotten a chance. You and, know, they got, I, and they got better. Yeah. You know, there's another thing I liked in one of his, I know he's had a few out recently, Neil Young's book. He said yeah. a, an interesting thing. He said, like, I mean, I think he was being a little but he said... Um, he said, it almost doesn't count what you do when you're young, because when you're young, energy's on tap. You've got right. nothing to lose. Yeah. You know, and you're out there, and you've not got kids that you're responsible for, and you've not got a whole industry behind you that you're responsible for. It's easy to be spontaneous and easy to be, you know, and ideas are there, and you're full of energy, and, and, and all your life is 24 hours music. Yeah. When you're older... And those other things happened, and 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 you've been up and down, and all that. He said that's kind of when it counts. When when you know right. what can you do then, and in terms of playing, in terms of being the artist, and and all that stuff. And and um, I fairly recently heard it was a sound check. I was I was lucky to be there. The Who. I mean, mm. Pete Townsend was right. He's off the scale, and that was only like three years ago. Yeah, I mean he the thing and it sounded better than ever and in, in my opinion yeah and i think that's tremendous and the fact that it's different sometimes it's up to the audience now to go in with an open mind because i remember when johnny cash put out those albums late in life i almost have trouble going back and listen to the early stuff right. because i love how kind of beaten up and how Isn't soulful yeah. he became yeah Isn't you know that, it, that was just a new art you know yeah. it, it was an art beyond it was like i mean it were almost like sort of photographs that music as you say beaten yeah. up you could feel the cracks you could feel uh you, you could feel every you know this was an aging guy right looking back reflecting the, the 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 truth in it yeah was so um r so riveting yeah and that's why i think the audience also has to improve themselves what are you looking for why do you leave your house to go out to a show when i when i go out to the show i certainly don't want to just be sitting in front of a jukebox hearing old songs good point i want to show i want to see where we are now, here's some of these people I've listened to for years. Now, Let's where are we? You know? You know, we go on stage. What are we going to say? You know, what, what are we what, what are we saying? We're, of course, we're not saying this is on your record or whatever. Having said that, this morning I got a mix sent from London of an album we're about to complete. So we're about to add a new chapter to the story. Mm -hmm. That's what we're saying when we go on stage. We say this is what we've done with our lives. And on a good show, you should be able to hit... 
you should be able to press a lot of buttons. You, you should be able to play the songs that people are expecting, but you should throw in a few rarities for your hardcore, yeah. a, a good cover as well. I don't mean a Beatles cover or something you hear in, in the hotel lobby, but, you know, something. something we're, yeah. we're playing a cover of, uh, you'll remember the band from the 80s, The Call. Sure. Michael Bean, a fantastic writer, sadly passed away a couple of years ago. When we toured in the States, Michael, he, the band played with a few times. We learned a lot from them. It seems pertinent to play one of his songs. And we do a, it's a great tune called Let the Day Begin. And, and uh, you know, so you're always, you have to try, a great show will encompass all of those things. Do you still feel like the bands that started around the same time are still your peers? In that same way, like you bring up the call. I know uh, I read this article with Daniel Lenoir a couple of years ago where he said you two came to him and with your album is like, yeah, this is the sound that we're looking for. So is that still that pack that you're running with after all these years or does it change somewhat? Well, I love them all, you know, because yeah. I'm a fan of all those bands. You know, those bands that, that we would meet on the road and stuff. I, I bought the records, mm -hmm. you know, The Cure and The Bunny Men and, of course, U2 and The Call and, and, um, and I still play them. It's amazing, you know, when you travel... When you're a fan of music as well, and you travel and you come to towns, you're, you're, what music came out of this place? Well, it's right. obviously what came out in New Jersey. Yeah. A lot of great, great stuff came out, out of there. You for, the other night, you know, I'm in LA, so it's a doors for mm. me. I know there's millions of others going up to Canada, Neil and Joni Mitchell and all that stuff. You know, you, you sure. kind of you get into the geography of the music, and 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 in some ways it's an honor to be playing in those places because you know they they produced so much great stuff yeah each place around the world does have their own music and at the same time it still kind of swirls around the planet oh well. yeah well that's what was great i mean we were in glasgow but uh then we were getting import records, mm. you know, and hearing, as I said, you know, hearing the, uh, I remember it was all older kids that would bring us the Velvet Underground or, yeah. or they would tell us about something like the New York Dolls or, or, um, yeah. So you, you didn't have the internet to pull it all together. Right. But you, you know, you just knew the music papers were a good Good, good Bible. But for instance, when I met those people in the bands that I mentioned, mm -hmm. whether it was Bono or whether it was Robert Smith or whether it was Ian McCulloch, you could bet that the Lou Reed tour I saw in Glasgow in 1977, they were in the same tour, in the same seat in Liverpool or Sheffield, yeah. and then all went and formed bands. Whenever Kraftwerk came the first time, the place was empty, but all those kids were there. Yeah. Uh, and and then they all went and started bands, and and so there's almost in some ways, you know, you you may have lived in different parts of the country, different parts of the world, but you're from the same school. It is. It does become an education, doesn't it? It's an Certainly. education. Uh, some that's intellectual, but more importantly, I think this stuff that goes to the subconscious. That, for, you know, it's spirit. Well, that's true. I mean, would you say? I mean. It, the thing that was great then I loved was that you could, you know, if it was a Dylan thing and he would reference something, oh, it would be uh, the obvious Ginsberg or Kerouac yeah. or, or, or uh, oh, what's this on the road? Oh, we'll need to go on the road. Charlie, yeah. Charlie Burchill and I hitchhiked from Glasgow. Our friend, how cute it is, our friend had sent a letter <laughs> to us saying, you've got to come down and see this thing called the Sex Pistols playing. Well, we had no, no money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So we hitchhiked it, 400 miles down from Glasgow to London, but just as we got near London, this guy gave us a lift and he said, I'm going to Paris. And those days you could get a passport from the post office. And we said, Paris, I will miss the Sex Pistols. Oh, Paris, I mean, we've got to go. <laughs> because, you know, that's where Jim Morrison went. <laughs> and, and that's where Charlie Parker went. And that's where, you know, and off we went. And that was our version. That was our emancipation. That was our... That was our version of On The Road. We still feel we're on that road. Sure. We still feel that we're on that road. That's where it started. Uh, it doesn't stop. Uh, one of the great live bands that you'll ever see is on tour in the States. Go to simpleminds.com for more information. The great uh, 930 Club in Washington, D.C., Wilbur Theater in Boston, and then the Roseland Ballroom in New York City. But go to simpleminds.com for more information. Jim, so uh, great to have you stop in here, a man. A pleasure. I love, to, I love talking to you, and I love talking about music. And I think one of the coolest things is that you're out on the road now with your son. What could be better than that, man? I know. Can you imagine? Yeah. He, he was in L.A. the other night, first time. He, was, he wasn't even there 24 hours, and he's tattooed. And, 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 <laughs> you know, I won't tell you what he got the next night. But, but, but he's, he's <laughs> we're looking at him at Bill, our tour manager. He was just now, and he had to go and get He nearly missed a plane. Uh, um, yeah. He was like, get the key, go in his room, and get him up. <laughs> uh, well, you had that one coming to you after all these years, right? I asked for it, didn't <laughs> yeah. I? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim Kerr, thank you so much, my friend. I'll see you next time coming through. Pleasure, Ron. Thank you.
Jim Kerr from the Simple Minds. That was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know why Leeds never knows how who what rock stars are going to come in. <laughs> Very short. But notice. that was a blast. That was really cool. Yeah. He's a really cool dude. Yeah, he is. Doesn't it make you wish you would have started a band? Yeah. Too bad. I was just fucking smoking joints and reading science fiction. Yeah, I mean, and, and yeah, you fuck up like that, and all that's going to happen to you is you're going to end up in radio. Instead, where you really should be, out on the fucking road with your fucking band. Fucking I guess for you it, it would be hip-hop. Don't you wish you had a white hip-hop group? God, why, why can't that happen? <laughs> well, my name is Pepper, and I'm here to say... Well, I'll just go like Eminem and just constantly drop the other F... Word. Oh yeah, Fez um, <laughs> found out that he did another. I guess homophobic, but you know, as they say, that word doesn't always mean that. It doesn't, and I'm a big fan of rap. I just God. don't want to light his candle today. <laughs> He's got a new shiny shirt on. The great. old Fez is back. He wants us to chant. Fez is back. The girls are going to be stopping by later today, and it's going to be uh, nothing but. Uh, uh, fun everywhere. There's an iBank story up that says people in comas might be aware of everything. <laughs> yeah. This is my biggest fucking fear. Horrifying. A um, British neuroscientist um, is using a different kind of MRI, a new kind of MRI machine called an fMRI. And it, 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 uh, it can read the brain, basically, it can read the ba brain better. So he goes to people who are in vegetative states, asks them questions... And different parts of their brain light up to say yes or no. Stop it, man. It's too freaked out. So, now, I, I want you, Chris, to promise you'll kill me in from a coma. Yeah. You know what? Check that. Kill me if I'm even sleeping. <laughs> if you right. even see me You're gonna go wake up to dude. sleep, I don't know if I am or not. <laughs> Just uh, get rid of it. Uh, GVAC wrote this, 13 years and I've never won a contest. I give up. I remember him winning a contest and giving the prize away. Yeah, he did. I think when he, he might have been in studio once, too. Um, I remember he said something like, keep the prize. I can't remember the details. But I would make that man a prize winner a day if that's what he wants. He's a great man. I'll make this the million, million days of G-Back. Right, I'm going to have to recut that sounder, then. Um, all right, Doom keeps trying to send me the croc with socks as a, as a contest. Yeah. Um, but don't you already have the caption contest is croc with socks? Because I made fun of Fez one day for wearing crocs <laughs> with socks. And then he wrote, a, he drew a picture of a crocodile with a mustache waving a gay flag that had socks on. I think that is the caption. Croc with socks. Doom's the big winner. You're a big winner, too. I'll be getting back to you soon with prize-winning information. I don't know whether we're going to do a better headline today or another caption. Someone sent a hysterical caption that could only lead to trouble. <laughs> Like how much trouble? Is it manageable trouble? Mm. <laughs> it's the picture is fine enough that it's not trouble. Yeah. It's where people go with it. It'll that, inspire. Yeah. 
like if you look down on the Fez caption contest, they were on a of a one track mind. Mm-hmm. Any other big games this weekend? The, the Broncos are just blowing everything else out of the There's water. There's nothing else. I mean, Cowboys eggs. You're not pumped for that. Does that, that play here locally in New York? I don't think so. No. Well, let's get to the bottom now. Let's look it up. Uh, and then, uh, where's Johnny Football playing? Because you know, uh, everyone's got to watch Johnny Football. I watch him every every fucking weekend now, sadly. Because he's got that money. He's got that money, everybody, and he's signed up for money. He blows them all away. He does. Uh, they're playing the uh, Aggies. Uh, no, they're playing the Tigers, excuse me. Auburn Tigers. Well, that should be a damn good game. Well, 5-1. and one. They're coming at each other like a fucking... What time is that, 7.30 at night again, though? <laughs> It's at uh, 3.30, actually, so you're good to go. Nice. Maybe I'm good to go. I don't know. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff going on on Saturdays, you know? Midday. You know, I'm a guy everybody wants to, you know, come. I, I, I'm going to be at my folks this weekend. Nice. So it's very difficult for me to know how much of it is baseball-based. We're not turning <laughs> off baseball for anything. <laughs> well. And we got three... Uh, two games that are both three and two, right? Yeah, and uh, Saturday it's four thirty is when uh, Detroit at Boston, and then tonight at eight thirty is the Dodgers playing to keep their fucking asses alive against St. Louis. Well, I'll be watching baseball then, and not Johnny football. It's really funny, fucking Donnie uh, Donnie baseball. He goes out after that last win and says, "I'm kind of feeling like we're America's team, and we're definitely going to get the game seven, and then we're going to win." He doesn't realize, does he not realize the fucking cloud that's been over his head his entire career and that he's put the jinx on fucking heavily against these poor bastards, his L.A. Dodgers? I will tell you, I'm going to say this to the Cardinals. If you don't win six, you won't win seven. Fucking 2012 all over again. That's my favorite thing to tell people. <laughs> I can't wait for that moment so I, can't, so I can say that to them. I, I fucking I, I would love to have that moment. I want to see the Cardinals go again. I don't know if I think of LA as being America's team. You know, I mean, if I had to pick, who would you rather see? Just on sentimental reasons, I'd take the Tigers over the Dodgers. I get the fact it's good to see the Dodgers, you know, playing well again. Um, but I wouldn't have the same thing as I do with like a Cubs or a Cleveland Indians. Yeah, they're they're more deserving. I mean, and L.A. just has. Let's face it; their fans are more deserving. <laughs> All right, <laughs> their fans is what we're talking about, and the L.A. fans you don't worry about them. They don't even care that they don't have a football team. They have so much. They have the Lakers. They don't need anything else, really. They, they have Lakers. They got Santa Monica. They're they're in good shape. They've got the porn industry. <laughs> I mean, it's rampant. Well, at least until they made, started making them use condoms. Now it's just, they're just getting the hell out of there. Well, these condoms ain't working because they're dying one after another. Yeah, well, at least I think that AIDS outbreak finally cleared out. Yeah, because everyone got fucking AIDS. <laughs> oh, that's why. That's not such a good thing. I was very misinformed. You know, I haven't got my flu shot yet. I got to do that. You never get a flu shot? Never, but I might do it this year. I've gotten already gotten two colds. Well, I bronchitis. They're coming from to Pips. work to give free flu shots. Well, do me up then. Well, look and look on whatever thing goes out and find out what it is. 
We can all get flu shots. I, have to, I know I have to get sensitivity training either next week or the week after. How come just you? No one else. Oh, no. I, You're I, insensitive. That's You're going to find out that most of the things that you say are insensitive. Wait, go over that again about the... Here's what you need to ask one question. Hey, on the air is different than off the air. Because off the air, I don't think that you're insensitive. No, I'm, I, I feel that I'm very respectful. And well, that... you keep to yourself. <laughs> I would not say Chris Stanley's made a lot of friends here at Sirius. Look, there's Liam, Mark Zito. <laughs> yeah. That's more of a frenemy type. <laughs> Wait, his girlfriend is a frenemy to him. You're going... <laughs> Mark Zito is the perfect friend of me for anyone. He's someone who he'll always do something, no matter how you know him, that you'll hate. That's kind of his charm. That's the place that he plays for us right now. Um, we got to. Uh, oh, I'm going to point this out. This is the last call on the Tim Conway Unmasked, which is going to be really great. I just got the book sent to me um, today. But I think this is going to be one of the great unmasked of all time. Today's your last day. We shut them down. Your guys will be locked out. So why don't you plug the dates instead of just backing me up like that? That's Monday, October 28th at 3.30 p.m. here at the Sirius XM in the Fishbowl. That's October 28th. That's a Monday for Tim Conway Unmasked. That's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. I also say see him now before it's too late. You know, it's going to be one of those things where you wish you would have had the chance to see him. Don't blow it. October 28th. October 28th. It's going to be a great time. He's always reminding me so much of my father. I may get emotional during this one. Um, maybe you shouldn't come in then. Or, or I'll say stuff like this. Is there something you'd want to say to your son now if you had the opportunity? You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make him say it. Fez, what's the one thing you would like to hear from your dad? Um, that everything is going to be okay. That, is that I what mean, he always told you? Did your dad bomb Marley? No, he never told me that. He told you everything was going to be bad? No, he just, you know, he would, a lot of times would tell me, you know, things were rough or I don't know what's going to happen. Didn't get a lot of security out of his answers. <laughs> Um, you think that's why you you grew to be a nervous adult? It's, it's probably part of the reason. I didn't get much reassurance, even from the nice parent. Which is your dad. you got to yeah. explain that. We're not your therapist, you know? So I was just trying to get this thing of, for some reason, you want to see Tim Conway because he reminds you of your dad. Chris, unfortunately for you, we can't book Jim Morrison, the man who reminds us... <laughs> Of your dad. Well, my young, the young pictures of my father, yeah, he looks like a fucking, he looks like a crazy bastard. Well, I never saw any of the older pictures. Oh, no, the older pictures, it's fucking Trainwreck City. But younger, he looked like a fucking madman. He kind of looked Native American, I, I thought. I think you do sometimes, too. You, got, you have the hair of a Native American. Thank you. Yeah, it is. That is the best <laughs> men's hair of all time. Thick. And just black, just jet black like Elvis tried to get his hair to be. <laughs> These fucking headphones are such a pain in the ass. I've seen Legos that were put together better in this fucking studio. Uh, Dale, you're on the run of Fed show. 
Yeah, lost you. Um, Garth, you're on the Run Fed show. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, man. Um, you should wait till like December. I know it sounds crazy, but to get your flu shot. Um, the most potent the flu shot lasts is like two months, and the peak season for flu is January, February. So, why don't you hold off a month or so? All right. Good tip because I know they were doing them early this year. Yep. You got I have it, no clue. I didn't know about this. I didn't know about this at all. So I got two months before I have to fucking shoot up. Uh, why don't we break it, uh, come back, and um, do some uh, more stuff for you. A big movie, I guess, this weekend is 12 Years a Slave. Yeah, just getting rave reviews. I and no also, idea this. Also, the um, the Fifth Estate is also coming out, the WikiLeaks movie. I have no plans on saying that. I, I might say it. I just hate the true movies that aren't true. All the reviews are saying this is why it's impossible to do a movie about the internet. Uh, Leslie is going to do uh, a story on the true movies that aren't true, and for some website, I, I don't know which one. I'm going to ask her if if we can link up with it. Nice, because that's my favorite topic out there, and I fight with movie fans about it all the time. It's bullshit, true. Events. Well, it's got to be a, a true. It's got to be a good movie first. Then I'm always like, well, then change the fucking names. Make it fucking make it an actual make it fictional. What's the problem? Um, all right, a lot to get to when we get back. It's the Ron Fez show. The Ron and Fez show on the Open Anthony Show, Sirius XM. <laughs> You've been warned. Netflix giving you so much great stuff, and now here's the latest thing. Former Unmasked guest Russell Peters on Netflix now with two different projects. Notorious, his brand new comedy special available on Netflix, live streaming as we speak. And also Russell Peters versus the World. This is a four-part series fe uh, featuring Russell Peters touring across the world, across the globe, as he goes to Australia, the Middle East, Madison Square Garden. It's four parts, and it's brand new programming that you can only get on Netflix. Netflix bringing you things like Orange is the New Black, the latest season of Arrested Development, House of Cards, great stuff on Netflix. You're already signed up. Go ahead. Order Russell Peters Notorious, the brand new comedy special, and Russell Peters vs. the World, the new four-part series, now streaming on Netflix. Netflix bringing you Russell Peters Notorious and Russell Peters vs. the World, now streaming exclusively on Netflix. <laughs> Oh, 
song out of Mr. John Lee Hooker. Bad shit's gone down this guy's life. A lot of uh, difficult uh, problems that he thinks violence may be the only (laughs) answer. Many times it's violence towards women. Look, dude's got to pull a gun every now and then to get his point across. Alright, you want to hear my favorite all-time John Lee Hooker story? I know I've told it before on the air. So John Lee Hooker is the fucking man. So he's sitting in a bar talking to two uh, young ladies, and this is back in the late 70s, and John Belushi, the biggest, um, you know, star in the world at the time, comes up and you see him, he's like, oh my God, it's John Lee Hooker, hey John, how you doing, and he's like, this, hey man, how are you, and he goes back to talking to the ladies, and he's like, I'm a really big fan of all your work, yeah, yeah, man, thanks a lot, and finally he goes, um, I'm, I'm John, I'm John Belushi, I'm John Belushi from, I'm on television. And John Lee Hooker looks at him and goes, Oh yeah, you wanted the Muppets. <laughs> and goes right back to talking to the chicks. And I'm like, what better way would you want to be treated by John Lee Hooker? It's the only way. That's fucking perfect. Okay. He doesn't give a shit except for what was in front of him. <laughs> trying to get that fucking, trying to get he that. He great songs up there. Good job today. Uh, there's a piece up on the iBank that says twerking. Mm. Has gone too far. Yeah, I'm going to change this to I believe that the eye bang has gone too far. Oh, well, I mean, this video has to. It's oh, first of all, not safe for work. You don't think so? No, I work here and it's very safe. Well, this is special circumstances. It's this woman in a g-string, basically <laughs> bare ass. Yeah, face down in the street, face down ass up, and seems to be pleasuring herself. Oh, yeah. Uh, about six blocks from here, <laughs> that shit goes world star. Yep. Yeah. Look how many people are getting close-ups. Now, what fucking dope are you on if this is how you're acting in the middle of the street? I'd say bath salts, but they're not the fucking popular. They're not the drug du jour anymore. Maybe she's on the crocodile. 
I think she's just drunk off her ass. <laughs> and now she's. But trying. you know, I mean, just by the movements she makes, she honestly has to dance for a living. Oh, look at her dumb fucking. I mean, it's bad enough to fall in the street, but you fall in the street bare ass, and then you think I better start pleasuring myself. <laughs> yeah, she fucking fakes the ass out of herself. And then she just starts fucking working it. Try to cover, you know? You know, I'm working on a screenplay right now for the Courtney Love story, and I think I've found my engine. We got to get down to that corner and fucking scout for this broad again. I'm sure she's here often. Okay, now so she's really... you have this as not safe for work, right? Yes, not safe for work. If it's safe enough for the streets of Manhattan, how could it not be safe enough for work? Offices around the country Look, are buttoned Someone down. tried to cover her up and she wasn't interested. Oddly enough, she has the uh, awareness to hold on to her purse the entire time. Oh, it is New York City. Yeah, this isn't uh, this isn't safe for work, and quite frankly, it's beneath the high standards of the interrobank.com. Well, yeah, I just saw this and I figured. I mean, on the streets of New York, this woman is has a sex show on the corner. Only in New York. Only in New York will we see a woman fingering all holes. All right, Jesus, it's no one's fucking. I mean, she was, she was really working that shit. Slapping the ass. Yeah. She went madness. She went madness. That was, that was, I'm going to go crazy, a little, be a little crazy. That was manic behavior out of that woman. Uh, Partishad says, great interview. Jim Kerr never heard that about Billy Idol. It would have worked for him. Billy Idol later went on and redid the song in some... 90s version and it, was, it isn't as good to be maybe even 2000 wow. he did it years later yeah like, fuck I should have done this you can't recapture that goal Billy he had the wedding singer shouldn't that have been enough do they do like 80s pop tours the way that they do the 90s grunge tours now and the 80s um um Hairband tours. I don't think the pop. I think all those pop guys. Then they're all out on their own. I don't think they've come together. But it seems like you would be able to put together an early MTV tour of like you know, the Tiffany's type stuff. It makes sense. Book them on a cruise. The shit would sell the fuck out. Mm. Yeah, no, they have. They haven't organized. It's sad, really. You just said organized. Oh, my God. Uh, big, big win for your Seattle Seahawks last night. Nothing stopping them. Well, it could be one thing. Uh, Russell Wilson fumbling three times. What's the matter if you're just going to win big anyway? <laughs> and Marshawn Lynch just proving he is the only person that needs the fucking name Beast Mode, just knocking dudes' helmets off on the way. No one else deserves that name? No, he's that guy's an animal. He's just destroys. He, he can't be fucking stopped. It's a, it's great to watch him just fucking carry dudes on his way through fucking a goddamn end zone. It was a fun game. If you like fucking terrible beatdowns and watching Carson Palmer fall apart. Mm. <laughs> Thank God. Rob Cross isn't here to see that fucking game. Oh, yeah. Rob's still in Spain. Yeah. he's. I'm sure he's watching soccer or something. 
So well, he didn't get this. He just missed the the Madrid Barcelona game. That sucks. He must. That would have been great to go to that. Really. Yeah. But you know, you go all the way to Spain with your check, and you're going to take him to a soccer game. <laughs> hey, look, Spanish hooligans here, honey. Football. I don't know if we have Spanish hooligans. I think they're pretty together. They're classy gentlemen. They're not so Scottish. I know, like on the, pretty much all of Europe, they all a lot of them just seem either hooligans or outright racist. Well, that you can't get around. <laughs> There's a lot of racism over there. Just throwing bananas down the field the whole time. What's this uh, want to buy a running back uh, story about? All right, so a company is now letting you buy shares in a athlete, and Arian Foster is going to be the first guy. Uh, not too many other people have signed up be- for this because you have the athlete has to reveal every single detail of his contract and medical history so that people can will know what they're investing in as the person plays whatever sport it is, this being Aaron Foster and being a running back for the uh, Houston Texans. Uh, I don't know if this is going to work out very well since I don't think a lot of these guys are going to want to put out their medical history because it could fuck them up further in, whatever, in, you know, in their sport. Everybody who's going to hire them is going to know their medical history. There's no way that he could jump and go to the Rams without them going over him with a fine-tooth comb. I mean, they may not want the general public to know about it, but I guarantee you every football team that might make an offer on him wants to know every detail of his medical history. That It might be just a little embarrassing for them to... You know, every time he's ever had fucking clap up to be cleared up, he might not want that out there. I don't think they're going to want the public to know what their bonuses are. I think in some cases, that might alienate people from. I had no idea. I thought most of that stuff was out there pretty good. You know, I mean, we seem to know what people are getting paid. I'm not saying I know every dollar that they are, but the sports pages are fairly open about. Salaries, bonus, caps, all that kind of shit. Um, I think that you might hate it if people lose money in a player. You know what I mean? Like, that might might really make them turn on the guy. Oh, no. Aaron Foster blew his knee out. Like, I put 20 Gs into this (laughs) fucking guy. I'm sunk. And he gets a DUI. A fumble could cause his stock to plummet. Well, why would it? Because you're investing in his earnings, right? Yeah, but I mean, if he ends well, like the Texans losing four in a row, seems like a bad time to start talking about investing in Arian Foster because it also includes things like endorsement deals. And I don't know. See, I think the 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 other side of that is that you would now be forced into endorsement deals that you wouldn't have normally made. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your 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 stock falls, and you find yourself fucking doing local goddamn car ads and opening up tasty freezes so you can and that money's going to go to other people and not to you yeah i i, I don't know the upside of this um here is uh keith keith you're on the run of fish show hey pepper uh before like when you're talking about the adrian foster thing i think it's more of a concern uh player to player than anything else because if there's a problem with a player with his knees or his ankle where he's seeking treatment um, they don't want other players to know that because they're going to pinpoint it and everybody's going to gang up and go for that one area. That could be a concern. 
I mean, just fucking target. But if, if there are major... I don't know. I think that's against the rules. I don't think you're allowed to target a knee or a shoulder anymore like the old days. Well, they're going to do it on the sly. I mean, they're going to not target it, but they'll, know, they'll be aware of who the fucking, what the guy, how the guy's playing and what he's playing with, whatever injury it may be. It also may lead to t- guys taking fat contracts from teams they have no intention of, you know, teams that have no way of getting into playoffs. It might just fuck with their career where it's just worrying about money as opposed to winning games. I think most of them worry about money more. In, in football, you don't get to jump around like you do in baseball or basketball and football. If you find yourself playing on three or four football teams, it's because you're damaged goods. You know what I mean? It's never a... Uh, positive thing. All right. Um, coming up on the iBank today, it's today's caption contest. Today's caption contest, and it's an Earl Douglas travel pick. Oh, Earl! This is a picture of him. Uh, I have to get the name of the person who said it. Ed. But Earl was going on one of his trips, and as you know, Earl is a mass transportation guy. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't drive much. Um, I call him the subway man. All he does. Um, I'm never, I've never even heard a story of where he told me he did drive anywhere. Uh, I know that he used to drive the van for the old place that we worked at. Uh, I found out that the girls have signed in and they're going to be coming up soon to uh, the studio. I guess they're here as a team, all yeah. of them together. Mm-hmm. Like Voltron. I had no idea. Yeah, they come together to form, I don't know, a giant robot. Uh, oh, Doc's Intoxicated uh, sent this. So it's a travel pick. Uh, I can't tell whether that's Earl on a bus or a train, but he's taking a nice, you know, it's a, it's a nice opportunity <laughs> For Earl to get away from it all. That looks good. Yeah, it is. And uh, <laughs> it's Earl on mass transportation. So uh, today's prize That's is gr- what? Graham Nash. Wild what? Tales. Graham Nash. Graham Nash's latest book, Wild Tales. Signed by Mr. Graham Nash, of course. All part of The, the million, million Days of Christmas. The Million Days of Christmas. <laughs> cheer. You'll never stop winning on the Ron and Fed Show's Million Days of Christmas. If you get the opportunity, could you um, book her on the show? Because he won't stop by anymore. All right. Unless he's properly booked. Book Earl. Circled. Um, where are the girls at now? They should be coming to reception right now. Um, this Million Days of Christmas prize is one of my favorite we've ever given out. Uh, the great Graham Nash has been nothing but um, uh, friends to us. Um, let's go over and look at just some of the early ones coming in on the... Oh, no, not another 
caption contest that's a box up on the iBang. OBGB, will you ever win? Well, that's going to be tough. <laughs> that's going to be tough to beat right there. And Erla Parks, you're doing it wrong. I don't even get that joke. Um, well, let's uh, send for them. Have them uh, brought up here. Um, he never travels without a snack. That's true. He does like to have a snack with himself at all times. He has to keep, you know, he has to keep his metabolism going. And people are also writing in, hey, could you play a little bit of Billy Idol uh, covering that uh, song that he should have done first? You've never heard it yourself, uh, Hicks? Uh, no, I haven't. I think he did it a little later on in his career. Maybe Cyberpunk? Maybe the album Cyberpunk? I don't know. But after he saw that it did become a hit without him, off he ran. This is exciting because I, you know, I like hearing new shit, even, yeah. even if it's just new to me. Hey, doesn't have to be new to be new to you. I like to say. You find it? Yeah. Let's try to get them. So it sounds like he's doing a crazy dance mix on this. I'm down with that. But I don't think it would have been the same hit. I love EDM. All right, let me uh, go over and read some of these uh, Earl Travel pictures on the caption contest. Peace, hoed. Uh, sauce Boss is just too blunt to get red. Oh, I have a dream and a tasty sandwich. Um, uh, Kai's is too blunt to be red. Um, I have to go over some of these. You're going to have to come up with a funny one, not a blunt one. A bus fan, bus fan, what do you say? That one's going to be tough to, to beat. <laughs> Let's play the Bejeebi song for everybody and remind them of the great work uh, Black Girl has done with us. Uh, G-Man, you're in Fez. Yeah, one thing that's a classic that I like is uh, Earl's slave name, Bujibi. Bujibi, what do you think of the Bujibi? Huh? My name is not Bujibi. Mm -hmm. It is now. I thought that's what people were calling you. Oh, my friends, amazing, true. I have here for your pleasure a lime on bamboo. His jungle name Bujibi, but he'll answer too. Sapphire of a busy ocean booty.
that shit and i won't and my name was not bajibi ever you should try it for a while just see how it works out fuck it run <laughs> this show oh uh, there it is the caption contest up earl's travel picture uh there he is on a train or perhaps bus this was taken many many years ago but your chance to be part of the caption contest and uh, what are we giving out chris oh wild tales Graham Nash's book signed by Mr. Graham Nash. Well, I turn around and during that Bejeebe song, look who's in here. Our own Holly from Seattle is here. Hey, Holly, how are you doing, darling? Hi, I'm doing great. Your first name was what? Was it Holly from... St. Pete. Holly from St. Pete. So wherever she lives, she then has to, when she moves... Are you staying in Seattle or? For now, for now. Okay, for now. Yeah, we'll. I, I don't know. I'll have to get back to you on that. It could be a great contest, though. Will she ever become like Holly in San Diego? We can have almost like a death pool. Her next big move. I love it. I'll take that action. Now, Holly, you moved for a guy too, right? Yes, I did. And that's all still working out? Oh, my God, it's awesome. I love my boyfriend. Wow, that's great. Yes, he's wonderful. Holly is the only person in America happily in love. Oh. Everyone else. Hey. I'm very much in love with my girlfriend. I didn't think that you were. Really? It's come up once or twice, at least. I thought that show. you didn't care and you fooled around with a lot of other people. No, never, actually. Never, no. Love my girlfriend very, very much. Now, I didn't know that. Yeah. So you got some big plans together? Yeah, we're fucking maybe go out to have get a bite tonight. I don't okay, know. Okay, so wow. now, that's not the that's not the long term plans we were looking for. Uh and Shrekalov is here. Hey Shreka. Hey, it's great to see you. Now you flew in from where? Phoenix yesterday. And you having fun in the big city? Yes, it's really fun. I'm so nervous. You don't have to be nervous. <laughs> You'll get used to it. I always forget that people because to me there's no difference between on the radio and off the radio, sure. but there's plenty of celebrities that come in here and if the, I, there was at least two names who said I will not do a live show. And it, Big stars, and I, and I would go, why? And they go, what if something bad happened? And I go, even if I taped it and something bad happened, I would put it on. You're fucking not safe here. Anything that you do wrong is going to be great. And from FLA, our own Liz sets fire. Liz? It's so weird to be producing from in the studio. Is it? It's delusional talk. Um, this has gotten very uncomfortable yeah. with you two uh-huh. clocking each other. Yeah. I noticed uh, both rocking black today. Yeah, that's my you know, that's my look. She's just ripping me off. That is not your look. You don't. Your look yeah. would be unkempt. And if that ever catches on, you're fucking James Dean, dude. Fuck yeah. You will be the man. I'll take it. I'm waiting yeah. any day now. That's to happen. You girls are here for the benefit show. Uh, tomorrow, and you're all excited about it, and Otto and George are going to be there, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. 
I'm mean, awesome. I'm dying. I love the idea. I've never heard of this before. It's an afternoon comedy show. <laughs> well, we knew that a lot of the comics, if they were in town, were probably going to have spots at night. Yeah. So we figured if it's during the day, they could come in, do a short little set, and still be able to hit places at night. Right. So seems to be working out. That's fantastic. The bitter end, legendary bitter end. Um, let's re read off all the plugs that we need to read. Or one of the girls can be plug master today. Okay. You know, because since you struggle with it, Chris. I'm a bad plug whore, is what I am. Holly, I'm a good master. plugger. Good. You're going to be official plugger exactly. today, Holly. Okay. Well, the show is tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock at the Bitter End, mm -hmm. and that's in Greenwich Village, New York City. And we will be having the Reverend Bob Levy, the um, wonderful Otto and George, Big J. Okerson, Mike Boschetti, and... Joe Conti and Foggy Otis will be there playing his ukulele. It's a lovely, it's like a little Woodstock when you really think about it. <laughs> it's a lovely Woodstock. And the thing that's really cool is that we've all been on Twitter and all of us have been friends forever. Like, this is the first time I ever met Liz and Shaka in person. That's weird. See, <laughs> I find that really like weird. But yeah. <laughs> we've been friends for years on Twitter now. And, and so many people that are coming to this benefit are. They're just Twitter people that we've been talking to for a gazillion years, and they're like our best friends, and we're finally going to be in the same room with all the same people. It's going to be insane. Now, I know this is unexpected, but Narc Zito is going to be in town for this. He wrote to me today. He wanted to stop by, but Chris, you haven't reached Tim Sabian yet? No. Well, yeah, we have a new boss. It's Tim Sabian, and he's on the West Coast, and on such short notice, it just How did he happen. not know he was coming in today? I have no idea. We were asking the same thing. He texted Holly before, and we were like, now? Really? <laughs> so you guys didn't even know no, he was coming? No. We had no know. Like We knew he was going to be in town, but we had no idea when he, he was getting in. Uh, I don't, wouldn't even know that he'd be able to travel. I have no idea. Um, when was the last time you talked to him? Was he med well, meds and stuff? He's done with his radiation treatment. He finished his radiation treatment a couple of weeks ago. Um, now he's just taking chemotherapy, but it's pills, not the IV stuff. So, um, But he's, you know, that's the weird thing is when I talk to him, he says, it, I feel fine. I feel but totally Here's fine. what I worry about, Holly, and yes. I, I don't want to even say this out loud. I worry about you catching brain cancer <laughs> off of him because a friend of mine yeah. uh, had uh, cancer, and we just got rid of that person. <laughs> so, Nothing unpleasant in our life. Just abandoned them, huh? Yeah. I do that if anyone loses their job. Right. I stop being friends with them. Pretty cold-hearted, actually. Uh, the, uh, a friend of mine got in a car accident, and I went over and took my lawnmower back. I go, I cannot be around... Any kind of unpleasantness. It's not even their fault, though. Now, I do call people who make unexpected money. Them I'll <laughs> hang out with. I'm afraid of catching alcoholism from Hicks. Oh, oh, oh give me a fucking break. It ain't catching. That's true. It's all the inside. <laughs> Actually, if Hicks is there, I'd be worried if you'd have enough to get drunk on. Because <laughs> he drinks fast. Yeah, I can put it away. By the way, our new theory we were just coming up with today, we don't think black people like alcohol they don't when they drink it it's normally fruity girl drinks they never pound drinks and they end up dancing or talking to people Saint yeah they just don't sit and, and racist and drink it yeah Saint Ives is a 40 ounce bottle of malt liquor that's i drink Saint Ives. it's great <laughs> I yes i used to we drink them in do. high school little girl drinks 
Mm-hmm. Well, that's time? that's flavored St. Ives. Why are you angry? <laughs> because Why I'm getting my be balls busted. Why can't you be happy? The girls are here. It's a great They're day. They're doing lovely benefit work. We're all together. Yeah, it's fun. Like but a family. you're taking a, a kind of cranky attitude. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I just don't want to get my balls busted. Well, we do have stuff for Hicks that he might Oh, that's yeah. great. Good. I like things. I like oh, go ahead and pour it. <laughs> I have something I, uh, for you. I thought maybe you'd like some vodka. Oh. oh. Nice. What, did you steal that from the plane? <laughs> Yeah, a bunch of teenies. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have done anything like that. And some smokes to go with. Oh, that's up. too much. See, everyone's friends again. This is yeah. great. And Ronnie, I have some cigars for oh, you. Oh, please don't Jesus do that. Christ. I'm going to smoke and these all Ozzie, weekend. you have two gifts. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> One is the gift of laughter. <laughs> I was going to put together um, a DVD for Fez, but I didn't have enough time. I was going to splice together all the best Russian rape porn scenes. Oh, God. I'm so worried. Where he's going to go to jail for that. Disgusting. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So, a new shirt? Thank you, Shreka. It's really a little cool. less flashy than your one today. but By the way, he put this on for you guys today. <laughs> oh, and I, I go, it. oh, Fez has an audience today? <laughs> mm-hmm. I asked the very nice gay man at Nordstrom, and he said that that was the perfect shirt. <laughs> There's for... a gay man at Nordstrom? Yeah. How odd. And I he... like that you had to say very nice first, so we know. <laughs> not some. Yeah, not we one of these delinquent gay. Not, not a mean one. Yeah. His phone number's on the back. <laughs> no way. You wrote it on the shirt? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Got yeah, some serious rapping there. Rapping. It's a dead air open. <laughs> oh, it's a little dirty. Oh my god. What is this I, dirty thing? It's a cactus. Oh. <laughs> I figured you couldn't kill it and you didn't need to take it to Niagara Falls. It can be your first thing on your way back to getting a cat. I'll uh, water it every day. <laughs> no, don't do that. A first live no thing? <laughs> yes, the first live thing. If Fez now will have a live thing in his house. <laughs> and he has responsibility yeah. for it. Hopefully that cactus will water Fez. <laughs> I can't read too many of these Earl things. I think people are taking it the wrong way. I did notice that he was sitting in the back of the bus. Why? I didn't that? understand that, but that's his thing. That's where the cool kids uh, sit. Is that why I always rode in the back. He's late. It takes him a while to get off the bus. It does take him a while um, to do anything. I always fought for the back seats, too. Yeah. yeah. You had to. Mm-hmm. That was the, that was, you're as far away from the bus driver, you could smoke, you could make out, and then the, you could tell how nervous kids were by how close to the bus driver. Like, this is a safe place for me. An adult! Near a man. Or, in our neighborhood, uh, an older woman with incredibly large arms. We used Jack. to call that, yeah, they, no, not Jack, oh. just like a huge meat hook of an arm. Every bus driver. Um, so there, yeah, Earl's up there and a great prize that we're giving out today. Now, uh, we're also going to be playing a game with you guys uh-huh. later, later on right. today. Yeah. It's called Scary. Twitter Friends Makeout Party. Oh, I that I can do. I, I hope, hope I you have fun with it. Now, Holly, you do a podcast, right? Well, Ron, it's a live radio show okay. that we record and upload for people to download. Okay, so you guys are live on the radio where? It's called RadioFubar.com. Mm-hmm. 
and it's Rorschach and I, and we do a show. It's called It's All About Me, mm-hmm. and we interview people from Twitter. So you, the great thing is, if you interview one of these people, you know they're going to be listening. Exactly. So you got them and their mom and their friends. No. That's a smart idea. We have a lot of people that listen, actually. It's funny. I know you do. And they, we have a live chat room. You know, when we do the show live on Saturdays at it's noon eastern time and uh, what are you going to do this week you should be you know Rorschach's going to take the stick oh, 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 oh. ride it <laughs> why do you have to yell ride it like that's that? like a stick you know you understand what we mean by take the stick no you've never heard that on our show of course of course so what's Rorschach going to be ranting about what is he going to be furious about? Some goddamn box of cereal that didn't come with the prize? <laughs> you ever see any of the things that he's angry about? He gets angry about the smallest stuff in the world. Well, he was just lost. But my thing, I used to love when Rorschach would be depressed that some new fast food wasn't good. And then he would just sit there in his car. Just like a, it wasn't what I thought. Bacon airs taste like shit. Uh, let's go over here to... Um, Doc, Doc, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, buddies. I uh, just want to uh, say how ironic it is that Fizzy got a great gift. It's uh, cactus, his cactus. Yes. Uh, they are uh, known in the swinger world as uh, what you put in your window to let other swingers know to come visit. I've never heard this before what? in my life, so... If you put a cacti of any type in your window, it means I'm here to swing. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Now, your problem, Fez, is in the swinger world, you need to come in with a partner. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I could swing just by myself. You get used. There's no one to swap out with. <laughs> Maybe you're with both of them. Yeah, you get used by both of them. <laughs> Liz and I both started e-cigging up during this. I see. I can't. I have a problem with e-cigarettes. Because you're not supposed to smoke and e-cig. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. <laughs> I think I got like some sort of weird nicotine poison. The problem is you, Chris. Yeah, I like most things. Can't control myself. <laughs> no, yours has like a, a strawberry smell to it. Yeah, strawberry banana. Do you like that? <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> no, Do you like they... regular cigarettes? Yeah, it's got nicotine in it. It just tastes good. Why not just have candy? Um, you could get tobacco ones, but I don't. Know, I've been quit for like three months, so now I just like the flavor. You get a million of them. So you quit smoking completely? Yeah, three months. And you're loving it. You're loving the e-cig. I do. For like the first two weeks, it was really, really hard, and I hated it, and I still wanted to smoke. But now, like I'm one of those annoying people. If I'm around people smoking, I'm like, oh, you're oh fucker. <laughs> You piece of garbage. There's a baby somewhere just six blocks from me. I try not to be, but I hate yeah. it. I go inside and I stink, and I'm like, oh my God, I used to smell like this all the time. Now Awful. you smell delicious. Yeah, it smells yeah. like a Jolly Rancher. Yeah, you do. You got a nice Jolly Rancher odor about yourself. Thank you. It's better um, than my perfume. You know, we got an e-cig bar, I think. That, was it a bar or is it just e-cigs? It's, uh, it's, I think for right now it's just, they call it an e-cig bar, but it's just the place where they... Give out e-cigarettes. Let you smoke different kinds of e-cigarettes. Is this the first in the world? Yeah, this is the first one. We have them in Florida. Okay, so somebody's <laughs> it's the first one. It's the first one in the world. It's the world by I me. Mean I'm York so City. glad Liar. to get correct goddamn information right now. I got someone who's going to give me the real stuff. Yeah, I think she's lying about those e-cigarette bars in Florida. Next time you're in Lauderdale. <laughs> Next time I'm in spring break. Okay. 
Why? When's the last time you've been down there? Spring break. Were you? Why you were in school? Oh, I was kicked out, but my buddies were still in college. Why do you have to? Seriously, I love the fact that you're recreating where the boys are. We're going to Fort Lauderdale for spring break. It was great. Um, hey, Paul, in Wisconsin, you're on the Run Fez show. Paul, try again. My, yeah. I'm trying to get this cactus up into my window. Just give me okay, a I understand. Um, I just read an interesting article about why African Americans don't like um, alcohol as much as uh, Caucasians, and it's because they have an extra tendon in their liver. Oh my God! Oh, come on. Uh, and here I was so happy, I'm like oh, a good intelligent caller, it's accurate and it's Jimmy the Greek, 2013. <laughs> um. Tony Meatballs writes, what kind of vibe do you get here, Earl? Uh, Bros of Parks, Patches Goes to Town. This one makes me nervous. This is my Brie Olsen face. Oh, fuck. Remember that? Yeah, uh, I saw it yeah, go down. Yeah. Earl's grandmother. Um, <laughs> I got to back up my guy from back here. Mm, racist, racist. Bus Rock Coalition. Hi-ho, hi-ho, far away from work I go. Hard times at NEW. Mm, this one's racist. Pound the hound? Don't, don't mind if I do. Um, Black Rock Coalition bus tour. Bus wanker. That's just so blunt. Finally, business in the front, party in the back. I was waiting for that one. Um... I'm taking Fez a burger for his heart attack and a BBC for his mouth. It's oh. kind of disgusting. Where's Sandra Bullock when you need her? Another standalone fruit, the blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these come across as racist and worse. Yeah, mean, hurtful. It's up on the iBank today. Of course, we're giving out the Graham Nash, which ties in with this picture perfectly. Earl loves Graham Nash. Mm. He's yes. I'm not sure. <laughs> not exactly 100 percent sure. Who doesn't? Uh, Matt, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie B. Yeah. If uh, they were going to invest in radio guys, I'm interested in a couple of shares of Fez Watley. Wanted to see if he's willing to release his medical uh, medical history. Could you imagine the size of that book? Huge. Just gigantic, going on chapter after chapter. <laughs> Uh, the last time Fez went into something, they had to kill a kid to save him. They had to take a baby's blood out and put it into Fez's heart. I make you feel good about yourself, Fez. <laughs> Whatever you had to do to live. Whatever you have to do. I don't care how many kids you have to kill here. I want to live. Um, the girls are sitting in here today. Shrek of Love, Liz Sets Fire, Holly from Seattle. All here for a party for a good friend of theirs, Narcozito, that's going to be going on uh, tomorrow at the world-famous Bitter End. Uh, you can still get tickets. How do you get tickets, Holly? Uh, you can get tickets at the door. They're $35, which mm -hmm. is a bargain for all this talent. And we have a lot of good uh, stuff. We have a silent auction, and we got all kind of good uh, stuff to auction off. We got a signed Andy Pettit baseball. A signed basketball from what's his name? Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler. Oh, nice! Oh, yeah. Um, Rockstar Games. Laszlo from Rockstar Games. He gave he got us a, a signed 
GTA 5 game signed shirts by the three main characters in 8x10 pictures. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, we got, I mean, people were so generous. It was amazing. F.H. Riley's sent us a bunch of gift cards. Dr. Steve sent us a bunch of stuff. Bailey J's laundry, which mm-hmm. I'll be bidding on. Yeah. <laughs> we were trying it on this morning. Now, the silent auction, Fez just bid twice. <laughs> I don't know how he did it. Shit. He just quietly bid twice. It's very generous. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Every time that we don't hear back from Fez, we're going to just imagine that he's bid on something. Andy Pettipole just got bought. What's that? Andy Pettipole, that's his. He's playing with it right now. <laughs> Silently. I don't know how a silent auction even works, Holly. I don't think we know either. Uh, yeah, okay. oh, okay. We're just playing sure. it by ear. We'll figure right. it out. There's so much to do. <laughs> so much to do, so drunk to do it. Exactly. And I intend on being yeah. that all day. Oh, <laughs> my right. God. That's See, this blackouts. is supposed to be about a good cause, oh. not just partying in Manhattan. I have the nerves. You do. You have yeah. been nervous lately. What else are you going to do on Saturday at 2? Well, you know what? You could smoke cigarettes with Hicks. <laughs> in the dark. You can do that. So all you guys, this is your first time up here? No, I'm from here. But I mean, in serious? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I was going to say, you got a really beautiful view in your apartment. Yeah. No, I was at the old building. Um, oh, but I yeah, yeah. I haven't been here since then. You know, they never put anything back in that old building. Really? I think they're just willing, they're waiting till they get it totally empty. And they can't knock it down because the building has got to be covered. But that street, 57th Street, is now becoming the block of the super rich. Yeah. All the richest people are moving to 57th Street. Why? The biggest residential building in New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you finally Tall. add in? Residential. Re- you finally put in the world residential? The cra- yeah, I was wrong at He first. had to be corrected on the street. <laughs> I actually had a street producer. As he's pointing out, he's like, he's like standing there, he's pointing, he goes, Ron, that's the biggest building in New York. And I'm like, it is not. <laughs> and some fucking old lady comes up and blows my shit up. I go, that building is not bigger than the Empire State. It's not big. Trust goes, me. It's the biggest building. So this woman comes up. It's the biggest residential building. Oh, lady. Stop stealing <laughs> my thunder. You didn't say any of that. You just looked at your goddamn feet. <laughs> I guess everything looks big when you have the spins, maybe. Oh, <laughs> really? You're bringing me alcohol. And you're going to fucking shit on me for having it. And I haven't had the fucking Why spins in years. Drink? You're better yeah. when you're drinking. Fucking pass it over. You know what? I want to... I like these little tiny things because they feel like a giant. I like to just play giant. <laughs> I have 50 um, of them <laughs> in my suitcase. What we a got here? Deep Eddie Sweet Tea? Yeah. What the f- Huh? What are the deep what's the deep eddies all about? What, I have no uh, idea. One of my girlfriends in Phoenix wraps Deep Betty. It's a vodka also made in Austin. I know we love Tito's, but this Whatever. is a- <laughs> 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 So she was so generous and she donated fifty teenies and I have three big bottles that we'll be auctioning off tomorrow too. Wrapped them all in bubble wrap I in my swig that I just suitcase. got so nervous. Well I had made I did make a huge you- mistake by quitting. No. They no. go down really to easy. You, my <laughs> right. I'm not gonna, to you. I'm not going to cheers <laughs> with you. The end of an era, right again. And then join himself again. You seriously would never want to have one drink with me. I couldn't. I'll fucking drink you one of the two. <laughs> I, right feel so, I feel so bad. About a front straight smith. I feel so bad. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't do it. I feel like Dan Marino when he has to go to a football game. Fucker. Fucking really pisses me off. I could. All right, why don't you see a hit on that? Let's see if you hit on it like a girl or a man. How was it? 
It's all right. But do you feel, <laughs> do you feel like you just drank a bottle? No. It's free. <laughs> it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like a shot. How many? Two ounces up in this motherfucker? Well, then why start cursing? Drunk already. <laughs> just be a human being. Here, take this. I'll drink it. Okay. Because I've been under a lot of strain. There's a lot of problems right now. Um, here's uh, Todd. Todd, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ronnie B. Yeah. I'm going to Philly this weekend. I want to know where I need to eat. I've never been there. I'm from Texas. I want you to go over the I-Bang and go to Philly the right way. A lot okay. of that was even put in by our own Kathleen from the Bronx, who knows okay. Philly like the back of her drunken hand. <laughs> and nice. she got all the great places. Seriously. Okay, good deal. You're Thank going to you. be on a sandwich tour. Okay. All right. Peace. I tried that place that you always talk about down in Florida, La Spada. Oh my god, so good! Especially, Isn't it great? It's so hard to find good food. Like you can, and when you do, it's right. great. But you have to look around for it. And the La Spada was like forty-five minutes from my house, and it was so worth it. I'll go back. See, I used to live in Plantation, and I used to drive all the way over to La Spada. Yeah. And then I'd be driving like this. I'm gonna get a fucking hoagie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was like, I'm, you know what? Remind me, I want to get chips with it. <laughs> You know, just to get, I, uh, not to fucking attack Florida, but yeah, I got it. I had some grouper. Right, thank you. <laughs> Dolphin. Oh, awesome. yeah. Oh, yeah. Want grouper. some more? Oh, you put grouper on a hamburger bun. <laughs> fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I know. Jimmy Buffett. In the meantime, I got to worry about myself. Oh, my husband's from there, and he's used to just, you know, going to, like, regular sub places, like Subway or something, where they right. have everything out. And we went in, and they, had, they sliced it in front of you. He's like... Oh my god, they slice it? Yes, like, yeah, it's like, a deli. like a real place. <laughs> He's never been out of Florida. Yeah. <laughs> the food can be other than just scooped. Okay, <laughs> they can put a little love into it. Now, how did you meet him? Um, well, I've been down there for 10 years on and off. I was there for a couple of years, came back to New York, and then went back. And we met. He's um, He was roommates with my best friend, and we met through her. Been together for like six years. No, you're happy as happy can be. Sure, yeah, it's good. Sure, <laughs> it's not it, you know. Everybody says marriage like changes everything. I'm like, it's exactly the same as I agree when with we were you. dating. I agree with you. No I think different. people make too big a deal about all these outside things. If you get along, you get along. That's why I don't want to see Chris get married. <laughs> it's just too expensive. Here's what it isn't too expensive. Here's what I worry about you. Yeah. I worry about you giving away the milk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing about you, Chris, you're not getting any younger. Oh, I think I'm hitting my prime. I'm fucking 30 and I'm ready to go. Go where? Not sure. You've never been out of Queens. Uh, I've been I've been to Westchester. Um, look who it is, our buddy Ezra. Ezra. How you doing, Ezra? Hey, buddies. Hey, buddy. Hey. First of all, got to say hello to the three lovely all-star Twitter all-stars, Hogs, uh, Liz, and... Hello. How are y'all? Hey, right, let me just say this. I know that we have like one change of opinions here because Ezra is a big Castro fan, but I don't think the girls are. Oh, She's not here today. She's worse than Dana. She's the worst insult I've ever she heard. Is. So we decided the other day. Worse. Worse than Dana in what way? I think Dana was somewhat cognizant of how ridiculous she was? No. No? She, no? She, no. She, uh, I, maybe, I don't know, on the radio... Tortured like, me for fucking two years. I don't know. I think she's worse. She's just so, like, unaware of anything. It's... I, I don't know. Especially uh, but see, the other it's, day. it's a guy thing, though. Guys love... Like, I love that. 
uh, Castro style is amazingly sexy. And I'm then sorry. it was just balls on hates everybody. I, I loved it. I love a tough chick. Right, but so all the women hate her. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I called to say, I drink mm-hmm. alcohol. I don't drink right. cocktails. Shocking. I go straight vodka. I will down a fist in a minute. But the thing is, brothers don't like getting wicked drunk. So, you know, you're sick. They don't like to be out of control. Yeah, you go to the club, you dance, you sip, yeah. you dance. There you go. Yeah, they do. There's a, it's, I don't know whether it's genetic or social, but you don't go into like a dive bar and see like five young black dudes just sitting there hammering drinks. No. Exactly. Well, go we're going to the club, we're going to get laid. Yeah, but I mean, does Ezra really count? <laughs> no. Why? Why? What's your? What is your opinion on Ezra? I, I, just saying. You, are you saying what? Re- really? He's not black enough for you. <laughs> He's plenty black for me. Oh. Perfect amount of black. <laughs> All right, so that's a problem. Can I just no, no, Can no, I say a quick thing about Ezra? Go ahead, Holly. He um on one of our shows he calls in a lot to talk to us on the show and Mm -hmm. the one day he called in and he was drinking and it was the funniest call ever we do it by skype and um so we're sitting there and we're in we thought he was gone and blah 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 and then like five minutes later he's like um how do you hang up the phone (laughs) oh boy but you can always tell when he's drinking on twitter because he goes on his little rants Mm -hmm. yes Uh, I just got a thing from Tim Sabian that will be going to a meeting next week. Oh, yeah. Did you bother the shit out of him today while he's in L.A. starting his, I think he's launching a Spanish language show. That was some contact, yeah. It was, yeah. Well, we'll be going to that. Fun. But they're going to set it up with us, someone else. Um, and he has, beginning of the week of the 28th? So that's a week from Monday? Jesus. How's it? He's away a lot. Well, I guess it's tough to get Spanish uh, programming off the ground, because you have to take each word and try to take it from <laughs> English to Spanish. <laughs> So all their show prep must be translated. This is too much. Well, I think he wants me to smoke one of these fine cigars while he's away. Can I smoke That's a cigarette lucky. then? Huh? Can I smoke a cigarette then? Like you can't. One? Liz is here, and she doesn't want your stink. <laughs> oh, come on. You know how it was, Liz. Jesus Christ. Seriously. Yeah. You annoy her. And face-to-face, face, mm-hmm. she has outplayed you today. Give me a break. <laughs> I Give haven't been able to listen, break. but I mean, are we breaking on time? What's happening? Here? No, we really no, haven't. I fucking, I'm the goddamn producer of this show. I fucking know if we should break or not. They gave her a, you know, uh, application when she walked mm-hmm. in too. So I would love That's to have Liz here. I didn't know they were still doing that. <laughs> I would love to have somebody who was detail minded, and Liz is. I fucking love details. You're great. Though, call me Detail Don, all right? Lobster tails. I'll just call you Donnie Boy. I, here's what I love about you, Chris. Yeah. You. Some people get the big picture. Some people get the small picture. You always have the drunk picture. <laughs> you always know. Pleasing. You look at things differently. Like if you're laying down on your skewed. side. Skewed. I like to say skewed, you know? Why can't you just be happy that you have somebody helping you? 
as is a listener yeah. and not a actual or Twitter producer. So I don't need people on my back while the, the show's way, going on. By the way, we had the very um, surprisingly sexy Jim Kerr from Simple Minds in today, who was talking about he used to be with... Uh, and I was shocked... Because I, I remember when he got Chrissy Hine, I'm like, well, that's depressing to, you know what I mean? Again, a rock star Chrissy. But then when I met him, I'm like, he looks like Gary Oldman. I can see why the ladies would go for him. And he's a cool dude. Oh. Yeah, he is. A, I, I don't think pictures do him justice, Fez. No. I don't think the pictures do him justice. Take the pictures down, put up the picture Bajibi in the back seat. <laughs> that would be, there we go. That's, that, that's... that settles everything back in. <laughs> That where one does we, do justice. That's where we need to be right now. Um, do you guys appreciate that Fez wore a flashy shirt for you? I, love I do. It. I love it. He's gonna. He's mm-hmm. Fez is back. It's the full Fez gay character from the nineties is here for everybody. I love it. love it. No more getting his feelings hurt. Good. We had a big discussion about it. No more wanting to stop free speech. He's gonna be fun, Fezzy. Awesome. Fun fa- and start to spell Fez with a PH. Wow. <laughs> I love fish, so this makes perfect sense. Well, I was going for Philly Fanatic, but fish <laughs> could also work. But I want him to be the Philly Fanatic of radio. Maybe he can do that little crazy dance they do, too. That dance is so much fun. <laughs> you know, I love, I'd rather have that guy dancing in front of me than watch the fucking ball game that I paid for. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's oh, horrible. you fucking got your tongue out. That's so great. Move, motherfucker. You gotta get the crowd into it, though. You know, gotta get people fired up. Why don't you get a hit? Then I'll fucking get into it. Hit a fucking triple. I'll be jumping up and down all happy. You know, when they're not up at bat. Mm. Uh, what time's the game today, Chris? 8.30. Okay. Lock that in for me. Locked in. Oh, good. Now we got a video of the Philly Fanatic as if now the people at home can see exactly what we're talking about. Um... Here's Frank in Florida's got something for uh, Chris Stanley. Hey guys, uh, the deep eddies I found that I, I found about a year ago. <laughs> there was somebody in there doing little testers. See if you like it. We found out that no matter how much you drink, you don't get a hangover. And I was curious if anybody That's else. It's impossible. <laughs> Weird. There's no such thing as that. <laughs> no, it actually hydrates you. This alcohol. The only way you could drink all you want and not get a hangover is be 15. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the only way that you can drink and then get up and make your morning appointments. Well, I don't know why you ever bitches about being hungover. Well, time. you know, I also think that the the hangover is like a concussion that once you get one, you know, you start to recognize it and they start to come back stronger. Well, now like I only believe in ignoring hangovers. <laughs> like a hangover will last like three days. It's bad. Yeah. It's just fucking, every aspect is fucked up. I was always a believer of the hair of the dog or mm-hmm. bump. Just a nice bump. <laughs> Settle everything down. There we go. Or right before you're driving home. Perfect. Perfect. Change right up. Yeah, perfect time for it. I don't know. I never thought, oh, we have more Coke. Time to go home. <laughs> it's, there's some left. Yeah. There's some left. Guess the party's over. Do a railway. I know you're a cop. That really is the thing. Prove you're not a fucking cop right now. Glad to. <laughs> Definitely not. I would be. I'm the exact opposite of the FBI. Um, we got games playing up. 
plan for the girls today. Mm -hmm. Chris has put something together for you guys. Mm -hmm. Also, Vito would like to dance later. Yeah. Um, (laughs) New York's number one bartender, Vito. He is a party tender. He likes to go. (laughs) He's a, you know, he's flash style. He gets it going. You may have the opportunity to do body shots. Ooh. I haven't been there in so long. Who doesn't awesome. like a hairy body shot? <laughs> so when you hot. Get body shot and an Italian. That's not. Uh, that's not what you're normally looking for. But Liz, you said you wanted to come on here and talk about if a magic genie <laughs> ever. I can't came help. to you. I know it's cheesy, but I I daydream a lot while uh-huh. I work, and I constantly think about the stupid. If you had three wishes, what would they be? And I think I have the perfect three. Ooh. All right, so you're doing now. There's a genie. Yeah. Um, who you know for a fact is not a terrorist. This is just <laughs> a regular <laughs> genie. He's more of like an and, Aladdin genie. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, they are. He was blue, wasn't he? Middle- no, they're Middle East. I mean, I never <laughs> felt that comfortable. I never felt that comfortable. Um, I, I'm writing kind of a, an Arabian Nights story for kids, and it's called This Is No Place for Jews. And it's just about... Can I pre-order that? Yeah, sure. It's about a, a Jewish kid who meets a genie, but he's in Palestine. Interesting. Yeah. I like All right. it. Okay, my, you want my three? Yeah. Okay, infinite money. Now I don't know if that's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. I would never thought of that. Well, I, that's a good one. You're gonna need infinite money, especially for my follow-ups. Okay. Um, the second one is you're the best at anything ever. Okay. <laughs> so, like, because for a while. Wait a minute! I want to spend the rest of this yeah. joint. Best of anything in the world. Yeah. You're the best sewer. Yes. No one can Anything s- you want to be. Okay. Because for a while I was like, well, I'd want to know how to speak every language ever. So uh-huh. I'm like, I want to be the best at speaking any language I want. Uh-huh. Or playing guitar. I'm the best at it now. Right. So that's a good one. Anything sure, there's you want. Sure, witch maker fall under that. Yeah, sure. There you go. Best at anything ever. Um, and then my third one would be infinite life, but with the choice to bail out. Oh, but that seems like two wishes. That's a fucking caveat on the last wish. Yeah, it's just a little add-on. Because infinite life sounds terrifying yeah, to me. Right. Yeah, but if you like get bored or shit starts to go I'm down, I'm already bored. <laughs> I'm seriously, I'm so tired of this. Just want to be a spirit. Well, those are my three. I think. Or better yet, not exist. <laughs> oh, how comfortable that would be to not exist. No. What would we do without you? <laughs> Muddle through. <laughs> Muddle through. But um, I think those are good. Those are fantastic. I'd be the best radio host ever. Whoa. Uh-oh. Um, that would be, no, you could be. What was there was uh, an old street joke, which, by the way, I want us to do a thing one day with the iBang where we bring back street jokes because people never do them uh, anymore. So apparently these three guys uh, walk into a bar. I think there's different ethnic backgrounds, but I'm going to fucking throw that out. First, the genie comes in and says, um, the, they sit down at the bar, and the bartender says, I'm not only a bartender, I'm also a genie. Oh. And he goes, what would you like? And he goes, the first guy says, I would like for all the blacks to go back to Africa. Yeah. Boom. 
It happens. Mm. Uh, he says to the second guy, he goes, uh, what would you like? He goes, I'd like all the Mexicans to go back to where they came from. Boom, it happens. Says the third guy, what do you have? He goes, with that, just give me a rum and coke. <laughs> and that's the joke. That's the racist, fun street jokes I want to bring back. You ever notice you never run into people anymore who say, I got a joke for you? It's because of fucking Twitter. It doesn't Everything happen. is out there in real time. So you, it's, instead of that, you show someone a meme. Like, look at this. Look at this fucking But don't meme. you miss the annoying uncle who knew a bunch of jokes? <laughs> that these inappropriate, awful, racist, sexist jokes? My stepdad still does that. He still does it? Constantly. And it's like the same ten jokes over and over and over again. None of which I'm going to say. They, are they all inappropriate? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Um, so, Fez, do you have your genie story down? Anthony Cock, what do you want here? <laughs> what are you interested in? I would want to cure all disease and then hunger and stop child abuse with mine. Okay. <laughs> um, I just wanted to make Liz's look bad. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Uh, here's Jody. You're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Ron. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about the hangovers. Uh, I just read the other day, so you drink you a bottle of Pedialyte, which is what you give kids when they got diarrhea. Yeah, we're all familiar uh, with Pedialyte. You go to bed, yeah. one, when you get next morning, you know, do it. Yeah. Well, that's supposed to bring what back into your system? Electrolytes. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Magical electrolytes. Yeah. Which is bullshit. There's no right. fucking hangover cure. It's something that you lie. What you do is you do different things while you hang over to just make you feel <laughs> like you're better. I always believe this. Diving into the ocean would work completely. You would hate it at first, but by the time you got out, you'd feel fantastic. Have a fucking shock to your system. Yeah, but I don't think any medical people would back me up on that. <laughs> but I honestly believe it. Um, look, uh, let's go over here to our good friend. See if anyone can guess this mystery guest who's calling in right now. Go ahead, mystery guest. Uh, hello there. Mm, I'm not comfortable with that. Holly, do you have a guess yet? No. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, that quickly. <laughs> Mr. Guest, we just guessed you. Yeah, I heard that. Wait, yeah. is, that, is that your Danny Glover impression? Uh, <laughs> come on, Rorschach. No, I'm not, I'm not going to do my Danny Glover. But come on, do a Danny Glover right now. I want to hear it. My, you want to you hear my Danny Glover? I, yeah. Okay, I got, I got this from uh, Paul F. Tompkins. He's great. Um... <clears throat> Hello, this is the actor Danny Glover. I just want to say that I'm so happy for these girls on the show today. As you know, I was in the movie Lethal Weapon with the great racist of our time, Mr. Mel Gibson. And, you know, so, are you here. doing Paul Tompkins note for note? Uh, that's, that's where I heard it first. But is that his also, his jokes? I don't think so. Okay, all right. Oh, I think it's a pretty damn good one. I only I do a very short Danny Glover. Riggs. And that's all I have. And I really thanks. But he was in here one day and all the time I'm looking at him, I'm like, um I was gonna just come up with Hey, what was the name of that little tennis player in the nineteen seventies? Uh, Riggs. Yes. <laughs> Thinking of the Olympian. She used to do the unparalleled um, Riggs. <laughs> Um, Rorschach, your co-host is in here with us today. Yes, yes, yeah. and I did, I, I'm so proud of you guys, and it's the God's work you're doing with, for Will, and 
uh, I, I just I God's will be done. Life. They like to say. Yeah. And I wish I could be there, but I had to stay here and take care of mother. Mother. Oh boy. Ethel. Ethel. Is your mom's name Ethel? Yeah. I used to have an aunt Ethel down south. They were uh, they were really southern fucking people. Yeah. Got to the point where it's nerve wracking. <laughs> so you're in what part of the south are you in, Rorschach? I'm in Alabama. How come you don't have a big accent? I've worked for years to try to erase it. Thanks. <laughs> what? Ask him to talk about food. It'll come out. <laughs> oh, really? Or how does it come out when you get drunk? When Fez gets drunk, he gets very Southern. I don't know. Oh, Holly, when does mine come out? When I talk about, oh, food. When I talk about food yeah. and stuff. Um, when I start talking about barbecue and uh, biscuits, uh, catfish and biscuits and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rorschach. Good to talk to you, buddy. All right, man. Peace Bye. out. Matt, Strong Island, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, this bro that uh, brought up the three wish thing, she's really pretty, right? Gorgeous. Yeah, uh, only really pretty girls like that have no fucking clue into being stupid. All right. Oh, I told you beforehand it was cheesy. I understood that. I like to daydream. Sorry. Man, um, let's just want to point this out to you. Men are such misogynistic bastards. <laughs> and it's gotten worse than ever. It's gotten worse than ever. Haters. Where now people can feel like they can just say to you on the street something about women, and I have to go like this. You realize I have a chick, I have a daughter. You're fucking <laughs> really starting to aggravate me here. Yeah, I take your eye out with my but, thumb. But broads, right? Huh? <laughs> I wish they only said broads. Much worse. But you, uh, there is never a time that we'll have a woman on the show that there won't be at least some complaint. Fucking anger. Yeah. Somebody got their heart broke once in seventh grade, and they <laughs> take it out on half the Earth's population. I expect it, though, because I do it. I'm guilty. You're, you're the same way? A little bit. <laughs> Who are you rough? Oh, you're rough Cash. on Castro. What <laughs> if Castro would have came in with, I've got a new game. Uh, I keep trying to see Lara over there from booking, but I can never make eye contact. She's waiting at Shade 45 for somebody. Who's in there? Or is she taking somebody in? I can't see anything in there at all. Yeah, you don't have the right angle for it. Is that what Pips looks like? Yeah, stand up, Pips. <laughs> oh, where's Pips? Hi, Pips. Hi, Pips. That's not what I expected at you all. Know. Sorry about your heart broken. Yeah, right. he's going through a terrible time right now. Does he hate women now, too? He, I, to tell you the truth, he's always hated women. <laughs> mm -hmm. And this has just made him feel right. <laughs> he's validated at this point. Yeah. Because, Pips, you found out your girlfriend was with somebody? Yeah, she cheated on me. Five-year relationship down the fucking toilet. But how, how many... She only cheated with one guy, right? Supposedly. But like I said, who really knows? You didn't ask her? No. No. I mean, I, I think I think it was only that one guy. Hey, but you think? Do you know all the details? Uh, no, I didn't ask all the details. I'm not that sick. <laughs> you, you gotta should, know. You should go down that road. You gotta know before you can forgive her or not. Like was Arl in. I don't want to forgive, though. I think it's just over with. You don't want to know exactly, like no. who was on top? or no. Okay, that's always one of the helpful things. I think you want to know. Yeah, I do. <laughs> She's a very sweet girl, too. Remember we all went out to dinner that night? Yeah, and she fucking crushed his fucking heart. Oh, yeah. And I remember that night we were just having a lovely dinner, and she was 
massaging me under the table. I thought to myself, <laughs> Wait, what? I worry about Pips with this. Nice. I worry he's with the wrong gal. Well, good She's for you. a little rammy. Good for you either way. I wish you told me. Um, here's uh, Clarence. You're on the Run of Fez show. Clarence. Something awful happened to Clarence. <laughs> uh, here's Dennis. Dennis, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Ronnie, we got a drink. You're talking about the no hangover drinks. We got a drink down so? here in Atlanta that a, a bartender buddy of mine turned me on to. It's a deep eddy vodka, and then it, it mixes it with the Kill Cliff. It's like a recovery drink. It's an all natural drink. So I used to you get getting drunk hangover. and recovering at the same time. Smart. That's what we have it's here. On that, it, it, I'm telling you, man, it completely. Yeah. I used to get hangovers that crippled me, and then. You're not even drinking though, so Hicks found out you couldn't handle it. Oh, please give me a fucking drink. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you drink like Popeye? <laughs> it's what's in. It's what the kids like. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know Popeye was back in a big, big way. Huge. The, uh, the kill cliff you're supposed to have after a uh, workup. Uh, well, that's yeah, evidently that's what it was designed for, and then people started bringing it and drinking with the bars, and it's, they're, they're claiming it's not getting hangover. I mean, for me, same thing. It Definitely, I used to get crippling hangovers, and now nothing. Mm. Um, I don't believe any of it. I think it's all bullshit. There isn't a hangover cure if you pump enough fucking alcohol in your system. What about crystal meth? So you just gotta have some crystal <laughs> meth after. Then you have the crystal meth hangover. Yeah, then yeah, and then you're you're just fucked up. What is worse, the crystal meth hangover or the Molly hangover? <sighs> well, the Molly that thing where you're just like, I thought I was so happy. <laughs> I guess I'm not. My brain's stripped of all the happy chemical. I know it's like you a receipt. You can't. Like, sometimes if you're doing radio and you have, like, a really fun four hours, you're going to pay for that later. You're going to be like, no, I don't feel so good. <laughs> I guess it's empty, an empty soul. That's what I have. I'm dreading the end of this vacation. Yeah. You know? Right back to work on Monday. Just sitting in a cubicle. Do you like it? Isn't it so cozy in there? It's like a coffin. It's awful. <laughs> you know, it's like being in a coffin. Like air-conditioned coffin. <laughs> I, I'd like to know who the fucking guy who came up with it cubicle he must have made a fortune he came up with how about we make the offices smaller and there's no door top to it right fluorescent lighting or windows it's just there's uh, tons of fluorescent lighting in there it's terrible and there's nothing sadder than people who try to make theirs homey you know what i mean like, it just really looks pathetic i never would because i never want to be the guy who leaves with a box of his shitty stuff when he gets fired in mind. yeah everybody's just like do you actually work here i'm like yeah don't yeah, I do work, <laughs> not live. Oh, and I know what my family looks like, so I don't need little pictures of them. <laughs> I bet uh, Liz has a cat calendar. Don't I lie. Do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Are you a cat girl? Of course. I have three of them. I love them. Um, here's Alex. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Fezzy, that line you had about making your list just so Liz would look bad. That is the hardest you made me laugh in like three years. Fucking killing it today. Fez is back. <laughs> Fez is back. Fez is back. Fez is back. He's, wearing back. Bright, he's wearing a bright shirt. He's back. Shirt plus wishes. <laughs> shirt plus sensible wishes. Yeah. You know what I fucking wish for? $200,000, a fucking rocket ship, and a fucking dog. That's, That's what it? I wish for. This is a great. Two hundred thousand. <laughs> That's all I need. You think I'm gonna fight you like two hundred million? He, like he died with anything more than two hundred. I'm the sensible wish fucking taker. <laughs> what are you gonna do with the rocket ship, Mister Sensibility? <laughs> where, where are you flying to? 
I, I just hit orbit, really. Maybe go to Mars. Even saying rocket ship makes me feel like this is 1958. <laughs> <laughs> All right, NASA's space fucking module, whatever the hell they call the things for real. Are you so taking the, the dog with you? Yeah, the, what kind of dog you want? Like an Irish wolfhound, maybe just like a giant ridiculous dog. We need a fucking just dog for this building. Yeah. We need a building dog. We used to work at this one radio station that used to just let dogs wander around all the time because it was like a rescue place and... If you had dogs from home, everybody was in a good mood all the time. Love that fucking There's dog. fucking dog hair all over the place. <laughs> dog, you'd be doing a break and a dog would come in. You're like, look at that dog. We have dogs at my work. Isn't that the greatest thing ever? Yeah, my dog goes to work every day. It's so good. Well, Even on a shitty a day, you're happy. You. Look at that dog over there. Look at you, <laughs> you fucking big dog. Who's a big dog? Huh? Just got to smuggle one in here and just never let it leave. That's all we have to do. Just keep it in the booth. That one girl from here always brings her dog, doesn't she? Nicole, morning mashup girl. She has her dog. Well, yeah, I don't know because I know they wouldn't let Jay Moore in with her, with his dog. <laughs> no. But his dog's like little. Like you can't look at that dog and feel good. The dog's got to be bigger. <laughs> yeah. Then you go like, well, you're going to start your own band, aren't you? Look at you. <laughs> Who's the big rock singer? You, buddy? Huh? Buddy in his band, right? Dog's just fucking sitting there. I don't know. You're talking a different language. You're happy. Give me food soon. All right, we're going to come back and play this game. What do we got to give out, Chris? Uh, this is fucking huge. It's the best of the Pixies. Signed. Holy shit. Signed by the band. By the, the way, I wanted to ask you this. When, when all the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame stuff come up. Are the Pixies in? No, they're not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How are they not nominated before Nirvana? They were around before Nirvana. They no, no one cares about they, no in the fucking mainstream press. No one cares about the Pixies. The Melvins are fucking no, up, and the Pixies aren't. I think they're gonna fucking take that the band debuted like when the fucking documentary came out. I, uh, I feel like they're just gonna discount when they actually were playing. It doesn't make any sense it's at all. Fucking bullshit is what it is. Yeah, but you're not making sense. Your your thing. It's from when the first album is released, or even first single. But I'm saying they're the wh the people voting. Their perception is when the pic uh, I mean, their perceptions when the Pixies actually got popular. These are rock critics. They know exactly. They were the ones who were talking the Pixies up before other people. Then why is it kissing, huh? Because they're rock critics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. To, if there's like a rally for say get kissing the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm gonna go there with a Pixie sign. And I'm going to fucking just join in. There's not going to be a rally for either. I Why would anybody have a rally for that? Are you going to wear the makeup? He might, he might start one. <laughs> There's no Pixies makeup. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll see if I get on any Trump show. shave your head and sit there quietly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a break here. Call in and win. This is the best of the Pixies. Yeah. Signed sign. by everybody but Kim. Everybody but Kim, yeah. The whole everybody band. but Kim, because she's out. She's done. Yeah. For now. She is the Peter Chris of this band. <laughs> But yeah, that's fucking on the line. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Calling and win. We're going to do, be doing a contest. Right back. It's the Ron and Fez Show. You're enjoying the Ron and Fez Show. On Sirius XM's Open Anthony Channel. More in moments. Yeah, to stay out all night. 
polo. John Lee Hooker uh, had trouble with all women, including his own mom. Ours of the day, it is the Ron and Fez show. Uh, look at the lovely ladies we have in here. Liz sets fire. Shrekalov and Holly from, uh, well, I was going to say St. Pete, but Holly from Seattle, formerly of St. Pete. Her biggest nightmare is when the Seahawks play the Buccaneers. She doesn't know what to do then. She, like the president at the Army-Navy game, she goes side to side. She's better than the Seahawks, obviously. I'm, I'm all Seahawks now. I even went out and bought a Seahawks shirt. I thought you oh. were still a Steelers fan. They suck this year. Oh, <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? God. Come on. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. You jumped in the bandwagon. That's, this is why people never be comfortable with women watching sports. They will... Leave when the when the uh, just like they will men like if something <laughs> happens bad. Oh, sorry. They fuck, they fuck, they fuck up your life. <laughs> the good riddance. Uh, even during the marriage vows, in sickness and health, mainly health for me. <laughs> I don't like the sickness thing so much. It's a downer. Yeah, and plus, I like to go out a lot. Don't like to hang around and help people. So the bad things ruin the relationship. Yeah. So why would I? And more richness than poorness. <laughs> I don't like the poorness. Um, well, we're going to be playing. What a prize do you have, uh, Chris? The best of the Pixies signed by the entire band, minus Kim. Um, minus Kim. Minus Kim. All right, so I'm just going to jump in. Uh, we'll grab three people. Here's the first one, Michelle. Michelle, how are you doing? Hi, how are you? Michelle... You have the three lovely ladies here, uh, and you will get the pick. Do you want Holly from Seattle, Shrek Love, or Liz Sets Fire playing for you? Uh, Liz Sets Fire. All right, Good Liz choice. Sets Fire, All right. All right. number one draft choice. Liz, put on the Michelle from Kipsy hat, so <laughs> we'll have a picture quickly taken of you with that. Here is Paul from Fresno. All right. Paul, <laughs> okay. Paul from Fresno. Who would you like to play for you? Don't, hey, don't laugh at Fresno. Yeah, number one. That's a good and thing. San Diego, yeah, it's a great thing if they like to get shot at. Yeah, um, you, who's, I was you get Shrek love, or you get Liz sets fire. Shreka or Holly? Oh, or Holly. I'm sorry. Who's the smartest one? That'll be up to you to decide. You, it's your fucking choice. Okay, I will take the Seattleite. All right, so uh, last person standing there at the kickball game. <laughs> last on the bench. No one has okay. picked her yet. Mm. Um, we'll go Mike from Albany. Mike? You got it. How's it going? A million bucks. A uh, million bucks to you, too, my friend. Shrekalov will be playing for you. The new game show, Chris Stanley just developed this himself in his lab. Uh, you have an opening for it? Yeah, here it is. What are the most popular searches online? You're about to find out on Google Autocomplete. Alright, that was terrible. No, I think it's it, it gets straight to the core of what this game is. Explain how the game works. On Google.com, mm -hmm. if you type in a phrase... It will have something called autocomplete, and it will complete it for you. How it completes it is, it takes the most popular searches on the internet, and then says, "Hey, do you want to search for this?" 
right, here's the problem with your game already, though. And I yeah. don't know you know this. Mm. Those searches go off the computer you are using based on your old searches. Yeah. So this thing will just have to be Chris Stanley. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so you'll also be guessing some of Chris Stanley's. Yeah. Because, like, I was going to say your mom's, but you're an orphan. Yeah, she's um, passed. But a nice elderly woman might have a different search history ah. with you. So to kind of figure this out a little bit, if um, the question would be something like, uh, if the search was, when will Paul McCartney, and then stop there, whoever rings on first will get the, the you know, um, it's very family feud. They'll get the first chance. What? But if there's anything higher, you can, the other two will be able to go up. Each each phrase has four top answers. Right. Um, so if you think you know the top answer, yell out your own name. Okay. Ron. <laughs> Chris. It's like that. Yeah. Is it okay. too difficult? No, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. All right. Okay. Yeah. The first phrase. How would you complete this if you searched it on Google? Well, how would Google complete it for you? Why are women so... Sugar. Yeah. Crazy. Why are women so crazy? <laughs> Not in the top how many? Not in the top four. Okay. Um, who's next? Stupid. Neither one. <laughs> Why are women so... There's one person left. Oh, God. I don't know. The first thing that comes to my mind is, um, why are women so needy? <laughs> Number one answer. Number one answer. Yeah. That's a great game. Now, what are the other answers? Shallow, emotional, <laughs> and mean. Okay. <laughs> All right, so it's one zero zero. I forgot to ask you, how many uh, questions did we do here? I got five. Ooh. I got five here. Okay, who's uh, Shreka playing for? Shreka. Shrek. Oh, oh, Holly got that. Yeah, Holly got that answer, and she's playing for Paul. So that's one point for Paul towards the grand prize of the best of the Pixies, signed by three of the Pixies. <laughs> that's nice, huh? Seventy-five percent of the Pixies. <laughs> okay, next phrase that has to be finished. Or how does Google finish it? How do I get away with? Liz. Yeah. Murder. Yeah. Oh, what answer is that? Killing someone, number one. Oh, oh what the answer. fucking stupid thing is that? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to come back and check your searches. Yeah. It happens every mur every crime that happens. And these are based on Chris's searches, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Look, there's a bigger fucking pool here besides just my computer. Why are the women so mean? Yeah, that's what, that's what I say. Um, Let's That's Fire takes that question with the number one answer. She's playing for Michelle. So right now it's tied. Holly and Liz with one point apiece. That means Paul and Michelle are tied with Mike playing with Shreka in last place. Sorry, uh, Mike. So what were your what were the top answers? Killing someone. Give us the whole question before you do it. How do I get away with? Yeah. Number one, killing someone. Number two, cheating. Number three, cheating on my girlfriend. And number four, a speeding ticket. Cheating and cheating on my girlfriend. All people want to do is just fuck around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and number one was killing someone. How do I? Kill someone. That's the stupidest <laughs> search in history. 
I wish it was a cop now. Well, the chick in Florida that killed her kid, or at least she, well, she got off for it, she, they, searched, they took her Google searches and she fucking Googled on how to get rid of a body and mm. how to decompose a fucking child. But they, you know, didn't put that into the How to decompose case. a child? She yeah, said? yeah. It's a very specific search. You think she might have done it? Heard that. Not if I'm on the jury. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next phrase. How come white people? Blank. How come white people? What do people search? Oh. Smell like wet dogs. That's not on there anymore. That's now if you did how come white people smell, but it's not in the top four of how come white people. This is a broader before it was smelling white dogs. A broader question: How come white people? How many points does Shrekka have now? Zero. How come Mike has zero holding down the line? Why is he still holding? Should probably go out and run some errands. There was a reason I was last picked. Yeah. How come white people? Okay, Liz. All right. Walk funny? What? Did I just throw one in? Yeah. Pay so much in taxes? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Holly, your chance oh, to steal. You it's can all out of How come white people? How come white people... Oh, goodness gracious. Listen to me. Is she Googling over there? Mm. I am. I'm on my phone. Swear right to now. God. How come? What was the question again? How come white people? How does? What is that? How come white people make such how stupid come, games? No, this is great. <laughs> how come white people can't dance? Oh, oh, that hurts. I'm gonna give it to her. Have no rhythm. Yeah. I don't know. Come on. That's a big difference. Have no rhythm. You look at a bad drummer. Oh, he can't dance. <laughs> All right, what are these? Um, how come white people have no rhythm? Have long hair. Are so beautiful and have no lips. I don't know who's searching for white. How you come know white? Right oh, I don't. There ain't a lot of white people writing those things. I then. don't know who you're talking. About. Why are white people so scared of black people? Drop white them. people are so scared. Next. All right, Hicks, your game is over now. No, two oh, more questions. God, two more questions on. Two more. Holly in the lead with two points, followed by Liz with one point, and Shreka bringing up the rear. Zero points. <laughs> Is it okay to snort blank? Liz. Cocaine. Everyone knows it's okay to snort cocaine. <laughs> Holly. Go ahead, Holly. Is it okay to snort aspirin? Baking soda? I don't know. <laughs> right, ba back to Liz. Oh. Big Pixie sticks? Xanax. Oh. <laughs> Fucking striking out here, people. Um. Bleach. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we know. <laughs> Thanks to that search, now we know. <laughs> Is it back to Liz? Alcohol? What do people put up their noses? Fun stuff. Is it okay <laughs> to snort tobacco? <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm going to stick with household products and go <laughs> <laughs> flour. <laughs> 
right, baking a cake at this point. This question is a wash. <laughs> okay. All right, the top four answers. Vicodin, Percocet, Molly, and Clonopin. Oh, I don't want to give it to Holly, but Xanax wasn't close enough. Come on. No, Seriously. no. That's bullshit. She already got I one mean, close call. I know, but the other one wasn't close, and this one was. No, she's already up to one. <laughs> this game is for shit. This but game I, is great. I see them snort Xanax on uh, that intervention show all the time. I don't see them snorting Vicodins. Everybody snorts Vicodins. <laughs> sure. All right. The last question. Holly, yeah. two points. Liz, one. Shrek of zero. Consistent. Can I kill my... Liz. Check. Cat. Guys, have been using that computer. <laughs> that was the third oh. Oh. most There's asked question. Chance two. to steal by getting... Uh, Three more questions. Three more answers. Can I kill my... Shrekka. Mom. This is all <laughs> down to Holly. Boss. Oh! Jesus Christ. So what are we at, tie? It's a tie right now. All right, so tiebreaker question goes into this big, big prize. I'm not, you're not giving us the rest of the, the things. and There's no kind of fun game show thing to this. Oh, no, it's this more is like pulling teeth. This is a great game show. Because... I feel like we're trying to take money off of you. No, 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 no. You've seen game shows on TV, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Do you feel like you're acting like a host that's ever been on? Sure, yeah. All right, you, on the line is the best of the Pixies, signed by the entire Pixies band, minus Kim. That's Frank Black, Mr. Lovering, and Joey Santiago. The tiebreaker question. You never told us the number one answer, any of the other answers. We're not having any fun with the game show part of this. Okay. It's really... He didn't even come over and give us kisses or nothing. anything. No, it's like no kisses. He's <laughs> watching, like, watching a bus accident. This is on, on the road. Can I kill my? The top answer, dog. Second answer, wife. Third, cat. Fourth, brother. So we start at the top. Um, all right, so this is it. How much is the tiebreaker worth? 15 points. Wow, 15-point tiebreaker. <laughs> Whoever gets this tiebreaker is going to win, which means, Shrekalove, you're still in this. Amen. Mm -hmm. You're going to win this one. It's all down to this last search. When is it time to? Holly. Go to bed. Give head? Go to, go to bed. <laughs> I think the question is stupid. When is it time to? When is it time? Yeah. Make the donuts? <laughs> what is this? It's fucking way too old. All right. Four answers left right. that you can guess. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there's four. Go to work. Oh, she would have got it. She would have won, too. Yeah. Back to Holly. When is it time to? When is it time to fly? <laughs> you just flew in. Time for me to fly. When is it time to get drunk? Take a shit. <laughs> no, goddammit! These are all fucking what? terrible answers! Why? What's wrong like with the that game? The Pixie's fucking side is on the line! Mow the lawn! No! <laughs> are, is this another washout? Give uh, one more, one more, one get more again. Get high, no. Alright, when is it time to? The fourth answer, buy a new car. No, Third, Stupid. leave a job. Two, get a divorce. One, end a relationship.
Bullshit. These are what people are searching for. They're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> stupid people. This what is a stupid confused. game. I feel it's It is a confusing <laughs> game. No one put any thought into it. I put plenty of thought into it. <laughs> really? Is that why it's working so well? I think it's working well. You're fucking just churning your way through this thing. You seem like it doesn't have the idea of a game show at all. I think everyone's having a good time, right? None of us are. No. We're having a bad time, and we don't understand you. And you're yelling at the contestants. <laughs> it's kind of like a different. It's a different kind of game show. Yeah, it's a kind of game show a bad stepfather plays <laughs> with the kids, where he just starts swinging in the back seat. You're all, right. all stupid. Your mom and I would be happy if you weren't here. We're still in a tie situation. Hollywood two points. Liz with two points. With signed Best of the Pixies CD on the line. Signed by Black Francis, David Levering, and Joey Santiago. All right. Tiebreaker question. Tiebreaker? <laughs> Breaker. Tiebreaker question. Tiebreaker sounds delicious <laughs> right now. Tiebreaker question. Fifteen points. It's all on the line. Why don't men? Shut okay. Put the seat down after peeing. Oh, that's good. Oh. Shaka. Yeah, go ahead, Bathe. <laughs> Why don't men bathe? But it's your search, Pepper. Come on. Come on. <laughs> really? She's just fucking She's taking right. shots at me, Dave. She's right. You do kind of smell today. I feel I smell great. Why don't men? Like to talk on the phone. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, no, let's give one more one more fucking round. Uh, ask for directions. Oh, good. Oh, that's it. That's, yeah. number that's number four. Uh, okay, no. so, they, so the other two get a chance yeah. to, to beat. That's 15 points, though. And, ask for more directions. <laughs> no, that's wrong. All right, you have three more chances. Why okay. don't men? Sheka. Like to talk about their emotions. <gasps> I think for the one that I have mm -hmm. over here, I'd have to give it to her on that, but yeah. it's your search. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> wow. This is what I got. Give me that vodka back. <laughs> this is what I got. I can't Even give it. Holly's fucking gets a chance now. Yeah. Okay. What is it? Why don't men? Why don't men clean? You're on the no. big winner. That's it. Third. Congratulations. Hold on. Third top answer, approach women. Second, why don't why don't men like me? Third, why don't men cry? You want to tie that in with Close. the emotions? That's the one that I had. So no, I can't do Closer it. than rhythm and dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Google autocorrect. Mm -hmm. There's a little something in this show, yeah. but you are not a game show host. <laughs> <laughs> that was the messiest thing I've ever seen. Liz, this, this show could do a could call itself smaller than life. <laughs> no, having a good time. It's Google. It's autocorrect. It's just crazy talk. That's, <laughs> this isn't what people say back and forth. Like something doesn't work. Go ahead, Fez. Read it off. Liz sets fire. Wins this. That means Michelle, you are the lucky winner of the best of the Pixies CD, signed by Black Francis, Joey Santiago, and David Levering. Uh, Michelle, there you are, darling. Thanks. Uh, and you picked Liz, so you won. Yay! Thanks, Liz. Are you a big Pixies fan? Huge. Oh, because if great. not, get it to eBay immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you do well with this one on eBay. It uh, might be up on eBay tomorrow. <laughs> all right. Thanks, honey. Uh, Mike? 
Yeah, I had a real winner there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shrek had never, she gave up donuts. Never I mean, in it. Because you had no hits, no runs, no errors. Yeah. You were uh, on the bad side of a perfect game. And, um, Sorry, buddy. Let's go over to Paul from Fresno, being shot at as we speak. <laughs> Paul, sorry, she came so Papa close. Boy. Papa boy. Oh no! Papa now boy. what? <laughs> no, why? Oh. How do I get this off the air? Um. Well, that was exciting stuff, Chris. Exciting stuff. Signed Pixies. It's all part of Million Days of Christmas. Not your uh, last chance to do more for Million Days of Christmas. Head on over to the iBang. Uh, and become part of the caption contest for Earl Douglas, part of the Million Days of Christmas. Games! Prizes! Holiday cheer! You'll never stop winning on the Ron and Fez Show's Million Days of Christmas. Your chance to win and win big, head on over to the iBang for signed Graham Nash, the... Uh, girls are in here, and this is so nice for us today. Seriously. I think I finally stopped shaking, so it's good. <laughs> I have not. As funny as you are, why would you be nervous? Because I am one of your listeners, and we're assholes <laughs> and cruel. Right. And I'm just waiting to look at my Twitter after this and be like, oh, stupid bitches aren't funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just be talking about me. <laughs> you did a great job. You clearly I'm a kept good. it clean. You kept it clean. <laughs> no, you didn't get any numbers to screw up. It just stayed there. The, the game stayed the same way as you came in. Yeah. Luckily, it's one of those games where you can't get minus points. No. Like the Jeopardy person, it just has to sit there while the other two play. Like, how? You don't. You will lost money. Write a check right now for $2,200. Motherfucker. Um. We got a break here, but you guys are doing the big Narczito Cancer Sucks benefit. Let everybody know what they can do tomorrow to be part of this, Holly. Well, you can show up at the bitter end at 2 p.m. You can get your tickets at the door, and we want to see everybody out there. We're going to have a really great time, lots of great um, stuff that we're going to be auctioning off and raffling. And it's for a good cause, and it's going to be a blast. $35, you get to see uh, great comedians. So. Be there, and you'll get to see Liz sets fire and Shekelov and me. Oh, isn't that nice? <laughs> it's beautiful. That's better than the headliner. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just no, it's going to be a great show all the way around. Yeah, yeah, all these comics Thank you to all are the hysteric. Comics yeah. Donating their time. That's it's terrific. Really, really yeah, awesome. awesome. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that we were able to get the people we did. Oh, you got great names in this show. Yeah. Fantastic names. All right, we'll break here. We'll be right back. Uh, more chances to win. Um, including a petition calling to stop one of your heroes, Chris. What? Terry Richardson. There is a petition out for companies to stop using Terry Richardson. We'll talk about that when we get back. It's the Ron Fez Show. Ron Bennington. Right. All right. Tez Wally. Yeah. This is the, the Ron and Fez Show. New from Netflix, it's Russell Peters, a brand new comedy special, Russell Peters, Notorious. Russell Peters, so very, very funny, of course, worldwide uh, touring comedian, Russell Peters, Notorious, brand new comedy special, and 
It's from the folks that bring you great original programming, Netflix. Of course it's on Netflix. Where else would it be? Russell Peters' Notorious, the brand new comedy special. Plus, that's just one of the things that Russell Peters is teaming up with Netflix for. Also, there's Russell Peters versus the World. Russell Peters versus the World. This is a four-part series that Netflix has streaming now where it takes you behind the scenes of the Russell Peters worldwide tour as he travels to New York, Australia, across the Middle East. You get interviews with his friends and family. All the behind-the-scenes stuff from one of your favorite comedians, Russell Peters, is now available on Netflix. So that's two items you can check out on Netflix this weekend. Russell Peters' Notorious and Russell Peters vs. the World, now streaming and only on Netflix. Enjoying a little John Lee Hooker. Uh, the girls are hanging out with us today, and it changes our whole attitude. Oh yeah. You know when you have some lovely ladies uh, come on board. Shrek Love, who does so much for the I Bang that everybody that enjoys the entire Bang should thank her all the time. Uh, Liz says fire is probably way too busy to help. And then also, yeah. God, for, God forbid, right? Yeah, she has a lot. And then Holly is here from St. Pete, Seattle. <laughs> And who knows what town she'll move on to after this. She's just a tumbling tumbleweed. But the girls tried to get out of me what Fez's Christmas present was from a couple years that I have not told. It was just a shockingly awkward gift, right? And I came very close. I was sitting here, as they were wrong guessing, I almost... And I thought, but then they'll just tell other people. You know what I mean? Like, I could never feel safer on you guys. But will, should this be the year that I say... I find it to be the most uncomfortable thing that's ever happened. I'm so fucking curious about what the hell he gave you. I, I need to know. Yeah. I right, well, suppose this. <laughs> what if you found some of Fez's jizz on your back, right? Oh. I will go so far to say this. This was more uncomfortable. <laughs> you should never fucking say this. This was more uncomfortable. I would be able to deal with, all right, dude, you had to bust your nut, but don't do it again. But this other thing made me even more uncomfortable than that. Was it the jar of toenails? No, 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 no. 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 Worse? Yeah. I think the worst thing about it is that it was thoughtful. That was the worst thing about it. Um, maybe one. Maybe this will be the year that I tell. Because this happened a couple years ago, right? Yeah. yeah it took me too. a good... Like even one year before I admitted that it happened. Well, you said when you got it, you didn't even you didn't even, you just left it where it was. I left it where it was, and I'm not making this up. I didn't sleep that night. I did oh, not I go to, to sleep. 
because <laughs> I was like such a you know what I mean such a strange thing to happen <laughs> that I thought to myself what do I even know uh, there's you know, no response to it right yeah there's no response but there's only more questions <laughs> <laughs> only a ridiculous amount of more questions this is a great mystery is what this is I'm fucking I'm I need to know what the fuck he gave you yeah I don't know whether you do or not there's plenty <laughs> of things you don't need to know um, Vito wanted to come in and meet the girls. Uh, Vito is, well, he's right now, he's uh, New York's favorite young bartender. Oh, he does his sling drinks. There he is, everybody. Hey. <laughs> now, Vito, you're not wearing one of your wrestling shirts today. I am. What does it say? It says, finally, The Rock has come back to WrestleMania. Okay, great. <laughs> he's, he's just taking his clothes off. Yeah. He's stripping already. He geez. really is. You just flash butt crack at the ladies. I know that you don't mean to. Sometimes you got to show it all off. No, you don't. No, There's never no. a time that you have to do that, particularly when you're an intern. Yes. There's always time. No, there isn't time. This is not the time. Bullshit. And you're never even awake anymore. What? Did you sleep at all last night? Yeah, slept like three hours. Okay. All right, good. Fridays aren't Vito's strong day. <laughs> we wanted to call him Jersey Shore. Yeah. But the fact is, he's just too lovable. He's just doing <laughs> thing. Vito's one of those guys that you would like to yell at, but we never do. No, he's very likable. Never yelled at. No, and a lot of times he thinks he's helping by stacking all of our equipment up and, you know, yeah. in the hall. Like, got that. I'm like, that's not the right thing. You're actually know. hurting us yes, right now. Is, we're about to go in the air and you've got everything stacked up in the hall. Uh, Vito, d do you have a girl in your life right now? No. I'm just chilling solo. Okay, know. chilling solo. Killing the game. Killing the bar game. All those fives. <laughs> Oh. oh, you're just going after less than... Yeah. So you had a box up for us on the Interbank today. Yeah, well, I mean, aside from working at the bar and everything, like, one thing I've noticed is the tramp stamp that we know and love, you don't really see that much anymore. The tramp stamp is the name that we give to the back tattoo. The lower back tattoo. Yeah. Like Vince Vaughn's and Wedding Crashers, you know, might as well be a bullseye. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's the tramp stamp anymore. I think the tramp stamp has evolved. And now... It's the ribcage tattoo. The ribcage tattoo. Oh. And now, if you see a girl with the ribcage tattoo, and you put these up on the eye bang, they're just multiple pictures of ribcage <laughs> tattoos. Yeah. All right, that's interesting, I guess. Or one would have worked. Um, what does that tell you? What does the ribcage tattoo tell you? Move your ass, because Holly's trying to say. Oh, well, there you the go. The ribcage tattoo tells you she wants to show some skin. Okay. Like, she has this tattoo and she wants to show it off to people. So you got a lot of dresses that are, like, showing off the midriff. And I think the most popular one is the scripture rib tattoo. That's the number one tramp stamp. What are we talking about there? Like, they put... Bible... Like scripture inspirational messages like yeah, on their ribs on yeah their ribs. very rarely it's bible it's probably a song lyric or something <laughs> okay then i wouldn't call it scripture <laughs> Vito's confused by what, what kind of things does it normally say there i uh, like megan fox has said there was it's something like there once was a girl who fell in love and then a boy hurt her you know that that isn't scripture right that that's not from the bible yes it is from the, that's from the <laughs> no it's just <laughs> it's script <laughs> It's not for many of those. Are you sure? Yeah. All right, what's this one say here? That one says... Yeah. 
Do not follow where the path may lead. Instead, go where there is no path and leave a trail. All right, not one of these is scripture. <laughs> Again, it just words don't make something the Bible. When I said scripture, I meant script. Okay. <laughs> All right. Curse that works a little more. That looks. All right, what do we got here? Life is about taking chances and never regretting them. <laughs> heavy. These are heavy. Yeah. It's yeah. some serious shit. This is the kind of stuff that your mom uh, tries to forward to you. <laughs> oh, great. Thanks, mom. You're right. It's replaced like the Asian characters. I don't see many Asian characters. I miss there. that too. Yeah, and then people wouldn't tell you what it means. Like this is no, this is personal to me. I like when someone says tribal, and then you have to say, "But is that from your tribe?" It doesn't matter. All right, here's Erox chick has something. What is it exactly? <laughs> what does that one say? It, it looks Ashley. like just death it's metal. Just her name. It says Ashley. Okay, it's that's nice. That's I hope it's Ashley. In case okay. she forgets, or maybe it's just a friend of hers. Uh, so your point is, if you see a girl with any of these tattoos, you're ready to get lucky. Okay. Go for it. Buy uh, there's this, uh, yeah. Get in there, champ. <laughs> we got you. Yeah. We yeah. think we get all the metaphors. Now. Feed alcohol. To <laughs> I have the good old fashioned tramp stamp. No, no modern age one. Oh, is that right? Yep. What age did you get that at? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yep. First one at sixteen. Second one seventeen. Third one at eighteen. And then it took me like ten years, and I got some more. Now the first one, what made you think I want one there? So the folks won't see it. Uh, because I was sixteen, and I was like, oh, this would be so cool. Like wear this little tank top, and people will see it and be like, oh, how'd you get that? She's only sixteen. I'm like, yeah. Fake ID. Right. <laughs> um, but do you regret it now? No. Never regret anything. No, even like the few that I got when I was young, I I w might cover them eventually just because they're in good spots and I want to get bigger pieces. But uh -huh. I love all of them, even my uh, my Chinese symbols. It's even your Chinese <laughs> symbols. Yep. <laughs> yep. What was the Chinese symbol for? What strength? It is funny that <laughs> these things now become about a time of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. If someone has the barbed wire around the arm, you know you could go <laughs> say that took place this year. The Chinese symbols were another Very year. Nineties. The, yeah. These thing here. I guess is going to be the 2013. This is the sign of our times. Yeah. This, this fucking ribcage tattoo is huge. Every they are. They really are, though. They're everywhere. We should get some. While we're here. I'm down. Just something about Narxito <laughs> and the <laughs> benefit. Yeah. Sure. To remember, this takes me back. <laughs> so now, we didn't realize this. We have tattoo nostalgia. Where yeah. it never really existed before. Well, there's, there's trends. We're nostalgic about certain eras and tattoos. I think over the last like 10 years, like the chest tattoo has become ridiculously big. Of, of, not like, like There used to be people who would get a lot of tattoos, and those would just be people who had a lot of tattoos. But now, like normal people, regular people are just getting chest tattoos. They look terrible. Well, don't you always get pictures of your boys that were murdered? Isn't that... Uh, <laughs> A very big thing for you to do. Then I go into a story and put up murals. Um, I always like, this is my son. And you're like, well, he's not always going to look like that. You know, you're going to update that later? No, this is how I want to remember my dog. <laughs> my little dog. Um, all right, here, Eric is going to help us out. Eric, you're on the Run Fetish Show. Hey, buddy, what's happening? Yeah. Hey, so I work at a tattoo shop, and uh, what was known as the tramp stamp for lower back tattoo, uh, we now call the, 
the side or rib tattoo on on girl the uh, hoe handle. All right, you should you should have been all over this one. Hoe handles. Fez, go ahead and make an immediate change to hoe handles and up on the eye bang and make it look like it's us. So there's the hoe handle she has. A tree growing around her breast. Yeah, that makes sense. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, she's not... You like tattoos, do you, Vitz? I like those tattoos. Are you thinking about having one done? Actually, yeah, I am. On my shoulder. I want to get Mr. Matt. That's <laughs> oh my god. So great. I want a Matt's tattoo too. I really want a Mr. Matt tattoo on my shoulder blade. That's awesome. And I won't regret that ever. Do you regret this? You look like Mr. Matt right now <laughs> with a giant head with stitches on it and not paying any attention. And little, many games back. I just need a little hat. That would be great. <laughs> do you want me to do that for Halloween? No. Come in as Mr. Matt? No, I want you to come in and work for Halloween. How about that? <laughs> just, just That's what I want you to do that day. Be a good intern. I want you to come in like an adult and work, like a man would. So no Halloween costume? No, no we're not no. doing Halloween costume. <laughs> if you want, you can dress up and I'll have candy here for you. Just ring <laughs> on the door. Do I have to go up to, have to knock on oh, that door? Oh, we ought to do the old one because we haven't done this in a couple years as like regular callers where we do the doorbell and we give out candy. All right. They have to describe like Rorschach did today. Hey, I'm so glad you don't know. Hold on, are you okay, Fez? I'm all right. Another what? heart attack? No. No. All right. No. You look like a fucking maroon baked potato sitting over there. I don't know what the hell you had planned. I think um, I sat on my cactus. Here is um, Justin. You're on the Running Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. Uh, I just want to tell you, those tattoos are called uh, skank flanks. <laughs> I do also think this is the misogyny I talked about. That we just have no respect for women. Chris, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey guys, uh, just you guys talking about the whole handle uh, rib cage tattoo. Yeah. Like literally two hours ago, I'm here at work, uh, and this super hot nurse is like, oh, "I just got a tattoo." I'm like, "Where at?" And right there in the rib cage, lifts up the shirt, see the side boob. I'm like, "Uh," and it's like poetry, and I just go on the Andrew I couldn't even read it. I'm just like. Are you a doctor? Uh, I mean, you're bringing it your <laughs> enough. No, no. Oh, okay. Just wander into a fucking hospital? <laughs> Having another little drinky drink? <laughs> How many is that up to? Oh, six or something. I don't <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the way you drink when you're in a Ramada Inn in Des Moines. It's Fuck just, it. <laughs> <laughs> like, the individual bottles make it so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Those, those little bottles to me just say one thing. She left me. <laughs> Fucking sitting in this room with two suitcases. <laughs> Fuck it. Look what it is. It's the lovely queen. Queen Elizabeth. How you doing, Queen Elizabeth? Hey. What do you say, sweetie? Um, I will be at the uh, Narc Zito event tomorrow. Oh. oh. God save our queen. Yeah. I wanted to make a guess on the... Um, Christmas gift. Oh, we're not playing that game at all. <laughs> I have a feeling I know exactly what it is. What is it? I was thinking he probably gave you um, a, a picture, say, like uh, of you and him, like way back in the day, of you and him standing together in a frame like that says, I love you on it or something, and you just put it down. It's more uncomfortable than that. <laughs> oh, it's wow. More, because if it was that, I would be able to get it. But what? <laughs> I saw. 
completely freaked me out. That bad. It's very weird. World shattering? I don't know if it's world shattering and perhaps I'm even reading too much into it. But it it completely weirded me out. I thought it was a picture too of some of some sort. A picture would be normal. You do that. But what the what the fuck? A picture would be a normal thing. <laughs> Try to think how crazy you don't have gift. to think. I had no just I drop have to, it. I know I, I can't just drop I have it. To. Oh, this is them all attacking Kenya. I looked over there and I see the shooting and it looked like it was downstairs. I'm like, is that our is that our security camera going yeah. off right mm -hmm. now? Thirty rocks under attack. I would joke about that, but that's always a possibility. <laughs> Never mind then. Um here is uh, Jeff. Jeff, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, how you doing, Ronnie B? Maha Bone. Maha. Hey, bud, we, uh, you talked about this about 45 minutes ago about jumping in the ocean. You believed it would sober you up. Yeah. I'm here to tell you, my buddies and I have been going out of the Keys for about 20 years for lobster season, and after a long night of drinking, the next morning at sunrise, jumping in that water, it damn sure does sober you up. Uh, it's very, very helpful. It is very helpful. Have a good day, bud. You too. In the Keys, the water is hot as piss. Yeah, the water can be <laughs> hot as piss yeah. down there. There's no doubt. Not gonna wake me up, Benny. Filled with all kinds of fucking things that climb <laughs> on you. Oh. I mean, when you go in the keys to me, it's like climbing in a, under a house into a basement. <laughs> There's just all kinds of shit <laughs> climbing around and doing oh. stuff. And everyone says, isn't that beautiful? I'm like, kind of. <laughs> you know, they look like bugs to me. That's fucking nasty. Well, no, it's the ocean. Yeah, That's it's, their world. It's fucking nasty, exactly. Do you find the woods nasty? Do you... Like fucking like there's a shell of bugs underneath the Yeah, there's bark. going to be stuff climbing around in the in the there's gonna be bugs. Can't deal with that shit. You don't have to worry, you can't swim anyway. No, oh, I can't. That's wow. Shit, that's true. Yeah, it is true. She pointed out an obvious fact. Congratulations. I don't swim, right? I'm from Queens. You and Earl both don't swim. And you have no excuse not to swim. My parents never took us to the fucking beach or I'm a goddamn sorry. fucking. How long have you been pool? an adult? Yeah, what, well, if I haven't fucking been up in that shit fucking as a child, I'm not gonna fucking go out of my way to goddamn learn it. You take vacations to islands. That, those, yeah, it I realize. It would be helpful to you <laughs> to swim. You actually get in a pool, right? Yeah, I'll go in the pool. And yeah. would you stand on the baby end? <laughs> you hang out on the edge, is what you do. <laughs> that sounds like the most dangerous thing in the world. That would be like I said to Fez, hang out on the edge here and drink out of this building. We'd say that's crazy. I mean, you could now die yeah. for something that I could teach you to do in five, ten minutes. I know. I make bad decisions. I'm, I, I make I have <laughs> reckless behavior. It's... I think you make no decisions. I think you just let things happen. You let them slide into nothingness like you did the preparation for that game show. Today. No, that game Cute show. Cute idea people... yeah. that went into just a slobbering, slobbering? non-fucking right, I'm going to ask Fez. Fez? You make the pick. Was that a run, a well-run game show? It was a slobbering mess. Okay. Oh, thanks, Fez. Were you? Did you think it seemed like a game show that you would see someone do for real? Oh, the no. idea was good enough. The yes. idea was fine. Yeah. But the whole thing of forgetting to read it off, not having like fun sound effects. No, no. And then going like, oh, well, what happened? <laughs> Fucking, it does work. You're crazy, not me. <laughs> It's not being helpful. That doesn't that, happen on TV shows? That sounds like a man who will never learn to swim. 
<laughs> and you know why you never learned to swim? Why? Because you have a problem just saying to yourself, I'm going to do something bad. Wait, I say I do, I'm going to do something bad? No, you don't want to do something new and not do it great. So you're like, I'm not going to ever try. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know, I'm going to tell you this right now. Yeah. If you learn how to swim, you're going to be able to save some someone. That, you know who that is? Who's that? It's you, Chris. Oh, <laughs> the person that you never make friends with. You. I'd actually love to see Hicks doggy paddling with a drink in one hand, a cigarette in the other. Yeah, me too. I want to be able to do that also. All right? We're on the same page here. Everybody right? say I can't. All right, let me give you this. Yeah. You go, you and your chick, we're on the East River. <laughs> You're just hanging out. It's a yeah. beautiful night. Yeah, yeah. She falls in that current. Yeah. What are you going to do? I'd probably foolishly throw myself in them if you both drown. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not a good thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, throw her a boulder. <laughs> really, Fez? You couldn't have just said a regular size rock. Yeah, like a rock. <laughs> Come on. It's going to have the same effect. What would Thanks you do? for I, nothing. That's what you do for your check. Yeah. Suppose there's a six-year-old just going by. You're in the East River. Yeah. What do you do? You only have seconds to make this decision. I call for someone to help. No, you're, you're not going, that kid is dead. Then, I, if you go out to the East River, that current's so fast, yeah. you're going to make that decision. You're going to yell, help, help, like an old lady looking at a fucking thing, or are you going to climb in there? I guess me and that six-year-old are going down together. This is not helpful. I know it's not helpful, but I can't do nothing. I can't just fucking yell for help. You're doing nothing by diving on a baby <laughs> and taking it to the bottom. That's nothing. You won't be alone. The six-year-old could probably swim. Oh, oh give me a fucking shit. break. Fuck off. It's true. Not every six-year-old. Chris is to be mocked. <laughs> all right, that was really blunt, all right? That was just fucking just giving direction to everyone. Vito, can you swim? Yeah. Would of course you, you can. Of course. It's normal. Of course. And you grew up in New York City, too, right? Yeah, I grew up in Manhattan. Yeah, because there are public pools here. I don't, I'm not, to the, I don't Listen, you ever been to a story pools. pool? It's a fucking piss fest. <laughs> It's a pool of urine in the Astoria pool. All the better not to drown in it. <laughs> Just all the better not to even walk into it. You could. All pools are piss fest. So what? Swim through it. Chlorine kills. I don't think it kills that amount of piss. It's gallons. Yeah. Well, I told some girl she probably caught clap from the pool. <laughs> You didn't get it from me. You probably caught it from that pool. You're always fucking skanking around in. Now stop coming around here. I gotta go pick up penicillin. For a different reason. Um, here's Brian. Brian, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Chris. Uh, I was calling to let you man. My wife does this uh, during the summer on the side. Make extra money. She teaches swim lessons. She oh, does yeah. a bunch of kids and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time... She teaches quite a few adults, and it's not unusual to to be over there. And the funny thing is, there's one dude in particular. He works at a hospital oh. in, in the medical profession, and he's there year after year after year. So I think he's trying to just kind of get a little extra time with her. But, yeah, it's, it's not unusual. You're a cuckold, my friend. <laughs> you want that guy to bang your wife in a fucking pool. Jesus Christ. That's what you just yell, I'll bang your wife in a pool. No, that, he said that he wants the dude to bang his wife in a pool. <laughs> You're all right, drunk. you're drunk from this. I've had a couple of fucking. Things. I've had like a half a dozen of these things. Yeah. All right, so say add up eventually towards the end yeah. of the fucking show. You're coming off when you drink that. You look more like Andre the Giant than you're not. 
<laughs> You're scaring everyone. That's Fez, fine. you never got around to your weekend. Did you put it up yet? Oh, no, I have not got that up yet. Jump on it, Kimasabi. Right, Jump right. on it. Um, Liz said Fire wanted to do the... <laughs> If you had three wishes. I knew it was cheesy. But it Spaceship. didn't catch fire the way we were all hoping. It's better than Hicks's game, though. Oh, oh give me a fucking... Oh, what? Yeah, really, true. loser? That's really? So true. Really? That fucking game was hot fucking fire, all right? So what? I'm a shitty game show host. Who gives a fuck? The goddamn concept's fucking great. The person who cares is your bosses. They care desperately. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe if you didn't give them tiny little... Drinks. Yeah, thanks for nothing. <laughs> She's is a fucking goddamn All right, that's, snack pack of tiny child-sized liquor bottles. It's, there's no such thing as a child-sized <laughs> liquor bottle. That would be a terrible then what's thing. what's this? No, drink. It's whiskey, but for kids. <laughs> Tired of your kids drinking adult portions? Get them child-sized drinks. Tiny hands. <laughs> Is it fucking warm in here, or, is, or if I just drank a bunch of fucking vodka in a short amount just of time? Relax. Just settle down. Settle down. Vito, I want you responsible for him. Take him out swimming after the show. Okay? That's a bad idea. I want you to sw him swim him to the Statue of Liberty and back. No, thanks. Never been to the Statue of Liberty and fuck itself. I haven't either been there. Yeah, me either. Neither have I. Who goes to Statue of besides all school children and fucking shitty European tourists? Everybody in Florida is like, oh, what's the Statue of Liberty like and this and that. I'm like, I have no idea. It's They're like, you lived in New York your whole life. Like, exactly. That's why I've never been there. Well, just say to people, yeah, I was up in the crown. It was fucking good. <laughs> I heard you have to walk up like, stairs to get to the top, and I don't want to do that. That's too much work. <laughs> You've never walked up stairs before? Not that many stairs. It's a whole fucking giant person yeah. full of stairs. You realize Shiny that you're person. saying you can't do something that a slinky can. <laughs> no slinkies can't walk upstairs. You want to bet on that? Are you willing to bet on that one? What do I have to bet? What are you going to bet on money? Oh, okay. Uh, how much money? What do you got? On me? No, you're Do you want to make bet. the slinky bet or not? Let me look at my wallet. I actually think I have one in my purse. I'll bet you... you have a slinky in your I'll bet you one dollar. <laughs> no. You want to put up two hundred right now? I think oh, I took it out. two bills. I don't have two hundred dollars. You don't want to make the bet? No. You would have fucking won two hundred dollars. <laughs> Slinky cannot walk up the stairs. You were way too confident. They walk down. That. I know. That's how you got to play it. Carnies and Rube, kids. Carnies and Rubes. <laughs> Guess what you're doing? Walking down the fucking midway. You ready to bet it now, though? I'll bet it now. Yeah, they can walk upstairs. <laughs> no, they can't. I'll bet you 5000 on it. <laughs> What's up, this? Double down. <laughs> it's the old how to make... Do you want to see a slinky go up the stairs bit when you're a kid? And then you just chuck the whole thing. <laughs> and then you take that fucking idiot's money off them. Uh, Fez Wattel, you're working like a secretary over there in your bright, fucking beautiful shirt today. By the way, if, for some reason, you get caught in outer space, yeah. that thing will protect your skin. <laughs> Keep me safe from the radiation. Uh, what's your weekender this weekend? The weekender this weekend, comedy specials. What is your favorite comedy special of all time? So, go ahead and put your entry in at the weekender on the Interrobang. Your favorite comedy special of all time. Okay. Um... Let's go over here to uh, 
Ron's got a Banksy update for you, Hicks. Thank God. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Yeah. How you doing? Uh, I drive a loader in Manhattan, uh, an operator, and I just passed a uh, Banksy uh, thing that's going on on 26th between 10th and 11th. There's probably about 50 people out there right now taking pictures. What exactly are they doing? Hicks is writing Uh, it down. Yeah, I'm going there later. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it looks like two billboards he painted. They look like they're stood up. There's about 50 people. There's a crowd gathering around it now. Are you sure that there isn't just someone jumping off a billboard? Sometimes uh, no, I drive around there all the time. I try, I try to uh, look and see if anybody's jumping off anything, but I haven't noticed it lately. All right, thanks, New Banksy. Perfect. Twenty sixth and tenth. He's never going to stop. Uh, Andrew, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B. I don't know if you remember, like back in the day before uh, cats were acceptable, girls would get like a little symbol on their boob. And, like, unless she was getting naked in front of you, nobody else would know she had a tattoo. And if Al Dukes was right, you knew she was a slut. Oh, Al Dukes, that's what he used to say? Yeah. He was alarmed because someone had a tattoo. What a weirdo. Yeah, Al is the straightest person I ever met. He's exactly the same as Fez, where he says he likes women but doesn't. Do, you know what I mean? Go like, after a woman. He's hetero Fez. He is a hetero who really also can't prove it. He drank, though, right? But like, Yeah, rarely. I don't know what that's got to do with whether or not you are you have sex with people. But he would eat the same thing every day, just like Fez, too. Yeah, he would eat a dried chicken sandwich that he would oh. bring in from Jersey <laughs> that he made in his goddamn closet. That's fucked up. Yeah. It's a fucked up way to live. Let's get some dollar pizza. He he hates the city <laughs> and he's worked here for 12 years. That's really sad. And he doesn't know how to get around anywhere and he thinks that there's danger. How, how the fuck do you exist in New York City and think that? It's fucking nuts. He doesn't exist there. <laughs> he goes back and forth to Jersey. He has the same little parking spot that he uses and that's it. That's no way to live. Um... Holly, thanks so much for everything that you're doing with this. Why don't you tell people again exactly how this Narcozito benefit is working out? Well, the uh, benefit is tomorrow from 2 to 5 at the Bitter End in Greenwich Village. Tickets are $35. You can get them at the door. We're going to have the Reverend Bob Levy, Otto Great and show. George, Big J Okerson, Mike Bichetti and Joe Conti. It's like a day of headliners. These are all great comics. Yeah, and $35. I mean, where are you going to go to see this many people? Bitter End. Well, <laughs> Bitter yeah. End tomorrow at 12. For two? Two. 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 I'm going to get there at 12. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they let you in. They won't let us in before one. <laughs> Is that what they said to you? Yes. Well, they've got to, you know, get rid of the beatniks. Wait, then. Liz, who did you say is playing there that night that we have to get out of there before the band comes oh, in? Oh, no, that's, um, it's in Queens. I forgot, though. Who do you want to go say? Some 80s band. Yeah, some 80s band. I forgot who it is now, though. It's, oh, crap. Is it you too? No. <laughs> is it Duran Duran? Damn it, I don't remember. It's Talking Heads. Band. They're reforming. No, Talking Heads? Yeah, it's no, Talking Heads. Say it. Replacements? It's it's not Madonna. Really cool. They had like a, <laughs> they had like one song. I think Chris or somebody might know. Who might know? I forget the name of them. Who might know? See police. Yeah, in Google. I don't remember. You can do it, Liz. <laughs> you can do it. Don't I fuck really this don't. Up. I'm gonna have to look it up. They had like this one ska hit, sort of. What ska in the '80s? Is it UB40? Uh, it's completely. And I can't remember now either. I'm sorry I brought it up. 
<laughs> no, I'm glad you brought it up. It's a mystery. We got to get to the bottom. Maybe of. it'll come up on Google search. Yeah, autocomplete. It's a great game. <laughs> yeah, the, on the Google search right now is why won't Ron and Fez ever play this game again? No, come, really? We can retool. <laughs> it's a great concept. You really feel like it should be retooled? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Are you snapping at me because you're passionate or you're drunk? Well, call me, let call me. I am passionate. I think it's a great. I think it's a fucking great game. I still have more questions. Ladies and gentlemen, the jury. <laughs> Innocent. <laughs> Vince, you got to be in charge of him for the rest of the day today. This is fucked up. Okay. He's an yeah. intern. I'm supposed to be in charge of him. All right. I just hey, found out from somebody who knows the Clash is going to be there that night. Holy so shit! It's going to be a fucking oh great God. night. Zombie Strummer's going to be there. You know something? What? What'd show a little fucking respect to Joe Strummer. Show all this respect to Joe. Yeah. But you call him Zombie Strummer? Well, you said the Clash is going to be there. That's the only thing I can think of. Well, they're out. They call themselves the Clash still. It's not the Clash. What is it then? It's fucking Mick and Paul. They're members of the Clash, but they're not the Clash. Well, and Topper's still alive, but they don't fucking bring him anywhere. Yeah, but all right, you still call the Stones the Stones, right? Yeah. Well, the front, if the front man is still fucking alive oh, and kicking... Hold on, I want to call ACDC and tell them that they're, they're not ACDC. That is a fucking special case. All right? that's a, Everyone knows that they, they got a new front man and it, it worked out fine. For them. Journey's still Journey. I get that because the Asian guy. You I, really are happy with Asian Steve Perry. <laughs> I think it's better than ever, anything the fucking original Journey ever did. <laughs> that's fucking... I'll stand by that till the day I fucking die. <laughs> Which tomorrow can't be fucking too long from now. <laughs> All right, so your point is, yeah. if the front man goes down, yeah, that's the end of the band. Yeah. Joe died. They ain't the Clash anymore. Audio Dynamite, sure, great, good work, but they can't be going out to Clash. Fez, did you ever get that um, Weekender up? Yeah, the Weekender's up. I don't know why I couldn't say. Is it a box or a... It's a box. Oh, it kind of leaped down under the tramp stamp. I'm not used to that. I'm always used to coming in the other way. Uh, that was a hoe handle. What about for you, uh, best comedy special of all time? The one I, pro I probably watched the most is uh, Dave Chappelle's first special, is Killing Them Softly, which... I've if it's on I'm watching it. It's yeah, I love it so much. What year was that? That was um 2000. I think I got to go to that Chris Rock one from about 96, 97 to bring on the pain. That was fucking amazing. That's really fucking good. Yeah. Those were strong. It's tough to pick this out though. This is yeah. like saying what's the best album of all time. You can't fucking pick it, can you? Yeah, I can't. Rise and fall as Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> Fuck you. Done. <laughs> Everyone else, go away. Beatles, go away. Oh, shit. You know, fucking Beach Boys, stop trying to bring pet sounds up. Though. When I was like, that pet sounds is the best album of all time, I always go, name another fucking album the Beach Boys did. Good production on that one. Good what? Production. <laughs> I think it's a production. That was the first concert I ever went to. To the Beach Boys? When I was like eight. Did you love it though? Yeah, it was pretty great. It was yeah. the uh, the John Stamos days, so oh, extra good. Shit. <laughs> Where he was playing, he wasn't even playing drums. He was just like he was just bongo. Around, I think. Bongos, 
Aruba, <laughs> Jamaica. So but I good. was eight and Full House was around at the time, so I was like... Oh, you saw a TV star. Couldn't yeah, have been better. the best. Yeah, I'm, there's very few times that you could go and listen to a bunch of Beach Boys songs and think that you had a bad day. Unless, you know, you had that dad that they had and every, every one of those songs remind you of being hit in the ear <laughs> and losing your hearing. Um, hey, Josh, you're on the Run of Fed show. Now, I know for the last 40-so years, Greg Allman's been the, the lead guy in the Allman Brothers, but for the first couple years, it was the Dwayne show. Well, I agree 100%. That was the Dwayne Allman show. Absolutely, Hicks is a nut. And I've never, and I never got a chance to see the Allman Brothers with Dwayne, but I tell people I've seen the Allman Brothers. Then again, I'm not fucking Chris Stanley judging everybody. Yeah, I am going to judge people because I fucking feel like I can. Red, show on the Run of Fez show. Hey guys, uh, Pepper, you got a great voice for silent movies. You go fuck yourself, asshole. uh, How about that shit? How about Van Halen? How about Van Halen can blow me? Van Halen's always sucked. All right, that's not every fucking name. shitty incarnation of that garbage has always fucking been bad. Dave is very fucking kind to come in here and do this uh, channel, and he's a great guy, and it's a great band. Um, you're just drinking a little bit. That's all. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. It's you drinking. Let's let's um, not, as we like to say, swim out there too far. Okay. Where you can't kick or doggy paddle your back end. Yeah, I can't swim at all, actually. It's it's um, it's out past the Shelby buoys is where you're swimming oh. right now. Let's pull me back in. <laughs> it, you, you guys are Shelby fans? I love Shelby. Why don't you do this? If you want to talk to him, give me a letter. I'll give it to a groundhog. <laughs> They'll go fucking find him underground somewhere. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Isn't it sad? Yeah. Uh, Fez, people writing in, you plug the weekend or never plug the prize. Oh, it's uh, the comedy special Eddie Izzard, Unrepeatable. Ooh. Damn. That's a good one. Ooh. Signed by Mr. Eddie Izzard? Signed by Eddie Izzard on DVD. It's a well-dressed man, even when he's dressed as a woman. <laughs> Eddie Izzard. Oh, I thought you meant Fez. <laughs> he looks so handsome. He does. He is nice and shiny today because he knew the ladies were coming by and he was going to. It's like you will see Fez's best days is on an unmasked. He's like, there's going to be people looking at me. <laughs> he loves that. But he can't f- figure out the people that are listening to him and already like him. Um, so, Eddie Izzard for best comedy special. Uh, Veets, would you do me a favor and take care of Drunky after the show today? Yes, I will. Get him on point. You're not on point. Get him out of the building. Get him someplace where. Take him to work with me. That's perfect. <laughs> Let's party, dog. Do you? Can you get him free drinks over there? Hell yeah. Well, can you get yourself free drinks? Yeah. Can you steal any money that are out of the till from me? No. I definitely will. Would Look. you go out and commit the Tate LaBianca murders the way I want you to? You're in my family now, Vito. (laughs) Let's do it. I'm fucking down. I'll cut a fucking baby out of a fucking belly. That's what I worry about. Oh, fuck. Chris, you had a little too much to drink. I don't mind. (laughs) The million days of Christmas continuing over the weekend. Chances to win. Oh, no, not another caption contest. 
Graham Nash's new book, Wild Tales, on the line. Write a caption for the photo of Black Earl. And, of course, The Weekender, your favorite comedy special, Eddie Izzard's unrepeatable signed on DVD on the line. While you're in the live read mode. Also, this weekend, it's Saturday, it's the Cancer Sucks Benefit. All the girls are going to be there. You sound like the cancer sex benefit to me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, That's the after party. <laughs> yeah. Reverend Bob Levy, Big J Okerson, Otto and George, plenty of comics, a lot of fun and a good cause helping Narc Zito. That's at the Bitter End on Bleecker Street, Saturday at 2 o'clock. And apparently Narc is going to be here. And Higgs didn't let him in today. Well, that's on a fucking bunch of other shit that I have to deal with, all right? That's security. <laughs> I, I found out about, like, at noon today. Yeah. I, I can't do anything for it. These lovely young ladies that came in fucking let me know you days know, ago. You know for months that they were coming by. Yes. I can't, you can only do so much. And yet, it's never enough, is it? <laughs> it's really <laughs> fucked up that way, you know? Because I try. It's always a fucking train wreck. Well, I'm going to take... Uh, see, I didn't know. Yeah. So as I give out today's grades... Oh, please uh, let it be an A. I'm going to try to... Is there anything higher than an A? Like fucking oh, A plus plus plus. Oh, no, I'm just gonna give you an F. <laughs> Fuck me, that's well, fucking one way reason below. is I don't even have a workable pen. All right, hold on. No, I don't want a workable <laughs> pen, but you bring me an empty cup. <laughs> like, here's an empty cup where a pen should be. We're organized. Yeah, I'll just use this. <laughs> Ladies, thanks so much for Thank coming you so in here much. today. Thank you for having us. You guys us. are so much fun. This is awesome. It's the best day. And now you feel more comfortable. Like the next time you'll come in, you'll be very relaxed. She'll be sitting over in Pepper's chair. Oh. I would love to fucking see you try. <laughs> Fuck it. It would be great. Your job scares me, actually. You know, let's just say this. It's an old zoo thing. Don't take the stick and poke a drunk dog with it. <laughs> oh, God. You owe my family an apology. We know. Yeah, yes. that's we right. Know. Bring it, motherfuckers. Come on. I fucking would love to fucking see anyone come at me. Because I fucking feel crazy right now. That's not How good. about that shit? That's not a good thing. There's fucking 20 seconds left until the fucking goddamn show's over. I would love for anyone to fucking talk any sort of shit. This isn't helping. Because I'll fucking this get a goddamn... This isn't helping. Um, we got a break. Oh, no, we're not break. We're ending... <laughs> That's it. Oh, listen to this. This is good. We got this to end the show with now. And that's the end of my show. Donk. <laughs>